Welcome to episode 36 of Sound.Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I am great at Transformers. And I'm Greg, and I suck at Transformers. This week, we will kick off Combiner Wars with the opening salvo and books one and two. Hey, we did it. We're back yep. on Cybertron. We made, we made it, it, everybody. <laughs> uh... I hope you... Have you ever looked at a robot and thought, hmm, pretty good, but what if he was six robots? Uh, if so, boy, are you in luck. We have some great news for you. We have a lot of robots turning into one robot. Uh, we do. Or really several robots, but... But, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get into all those details as they come. Right now, we open on... Issue 39, with some narrator talking about how hot it was the night that the new war started. So right off, it's, we know. It's such a, such a Blade Runner voiceover. <laughs> it's so, it was hot that night the new war started. It's so like, all right, come on, ease up. <laughs> Let's dial it back a little, come on. Um, but then when you find out who's speaking, you're like, yeah, okay. I, yeah. Yeah, I, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, I I just just after after having done this so long, I assumed it was Optimus with his uh, <laughs> his bad poetry. I, oh, Optimus, oh, you try. He knows again. He knows. But apparently, Megatron's poetry must not be that great either, because nobody wanted to listen to it at messages. I suppose. And don't worry. So. I uh, but yes. I know, I'm still sad about that. But so, okay. But I do like about that in, in, in this very first panel where we see a ship approaching Cybertron, which I like that when we see Cybertron, we're just seeing the one spot where yes. we, the, of glow that we know Metroplex is. It's the only place that's inhabited right now. That's pretty um, rad. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It was a cool treatment. Um, and I like that, you know, that this narrator even says people don't, usually think about the weather on Cybertron, but it does get hot and cold, and that is interesting, because, no, you usually don't think about the weather on Cybertron. I, I, the, the problem is that ever since Star Wars, people tend to assume planets have just one climate, uh, and they don't. Every planet, uh, anything that big probably has a lot of different climates. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's just it's an interesting thing. It immediately kind of gives you something to think about, and you're like, oh, hmm, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the narrator starts going into the war, but they're like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> like, you know about the war. <laughs> and then and he's kind of just giving us a rundown of what we already know. He's saying Starscream is in control of the planet. Um, he put an end to that faction nonsense. Sure. Um, if this was but... your first issue, that is a pretty, pretty good quick little rundown. And right, which of course we do have to keep in mind going into this. This is the start of Combiner Wars. This is the opening salvo. So it is written in a way that there are moments where you're like, why are you talking so oddly? But you're like, oh, right. right. We're welcoming new readers in case somebody wanted to jump in. This could be a jumping in point. Right. Uh, and and so we see the person in this ship that is flying towards Cybertron is Scoop. And we remember Scoop has something very important, uh, very important. that's going and to he's... kick off this big event. This entire thing. He's even carrying a briefcase, which we all know by this point. <laughs> Those mean be, business. Be very afraid of briefcases. Yes. Don't don't trust a briefcase held by a Cybertronian. Um, and so, yeah, we see it's Scoop, and he is returning to Starscream, who's looking very smug. 
uh, yeah. And why not take this point? Because I'm sure we'll do it a whole bunch of times here. Uh, Livio Ramadelli's art looks real cool for these wide establishing shots and landscapes and everything. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it is. He, he does a lot of like he uses a lot of texture in his. Yes. In his coloring, in his treatment. And it works especially well in the big. Right. The, the colors are, are generally very muted, but the light works really, really well. And you can see yeah. I love the this close up on Starscream. He looks like beat up and his paint is chipped and scratched Ooh. and everything. Yes, absolutely. Looks Everybody looks very uh, worn yeah. in his artwork. Um, uh, and then we cut to Optimus yeah. Prime socking a dude in the jaw. <laughs> we see how these bots get so worn in this particular giant panel. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a big old fight happening. And people who are familiar with them will notice uh, some stunticons are here. In fact, that is Motormaster that Optimus is stalking right in the face. And um, he's... he's shout, Optimus is calling back to Windblade, who is... Also dealing with some bots kind of attacking her and um, they, they're kind of having a conversation amidst this right. sudden brawl that apparently has just happened. She calls him sir. He says, eh, it's just Optimus. <laughs> Which, of course, is different than what right. it was for so long on this show. Um, but we do have uh, down here in the corner, It's I believe it's off-road and he's, he's shouting at them. He's saying that they've told Autobots to stay away. So... We can assume they're out in what we've established are the Decepticon ghettos. And um, it's, yeah, it's Optimus and Windblade trying to, presumably trying to get somewhere. And the two of them are talking and, you know, she's asking, does this always happen? And he says, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I, I do love that she, in this panel, it looks like she cuts a guy's arm off. Right. And he screams and praying. And then she says, oh, gross. You did that. <laughs> Right, that was it's on you, Windblade. You did that. You are the reason his arm looks like that. I don't know what you <laughs> expected to happen. You have like a like a plasma sword, and you chopped a guy's arm off. Uh, and so these these stunticons sort of have them surrounded. Uh, they end up back to back, and yes. Optimus is like, "Why are what? Why? Right? Uh, what is this? Like, what do you want from all of this? Because this is Decepticon turf, big guy, and why, We've seen why not before. kill a prime? Yeah, yeah, you know, right? They're like, hey, bonus. Yeah, we'll just mess you up, and yeah. Also, we don't want you here. Yeah. Uh, and then we can see somebody is watching this battle, very entertained. <laughs> and it's Swindle. We know this guy. His sweet, tiny little Swindle eating he's, his raisinettes. <laughs> right. He's got like Energon raisinettes, Energonettes, and uh, just <laughs> tossing them into his mouth. He's got a cute little smile on his face. Um, he's very much enjoying his show. And then, yeah, we have some ballers step up behind him, and it's Chromia and Ironhide. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the way Livio does Chromia. Yeah, yeah. She he looks treats her rad. well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he uh, Swindle freaks out and he's like, <laughs> hey, course. I got nothing to do with this. I'm just watching because it is awesome to watch. Right. This is a great show. I just happened upon it. I didn't do it. And of course, Chromia is, we know Chromia by now. She's not having it. She's not amused by Swindle. She's not amused by any of this. Um, she may be described like, as no nonsense. 
That's right. That's right. And she she hops down. She blasts the ground and is like, the ground didn't even do anything to me. And I <laughs> shot it. Imagine what I'm going to do to you idiots if you don't get away from Windblade. Yeah, pretty and, good line. Yeah. And they, they take the hint and they buzz off out of here. Um, but even Windblade is like, you know, it's okay. They're, they're fine. These gentlemen are on their way. And they do. The Decepticons leave. Um, and but Optimus it, says, "Hey, Ironhide, what's up, dog?" Uh, <laughs> right, they're very, very, you know, casual. It's obviously, and we've seen this before, but yeah, it's a nice friendship between the two of them. Uh, I do love in that last battle when Windblade is just like shooing them off. Right, she's like, like "Go on now, go yeah, on home, get out of here." Uh, so I, we do know, obviously, it wasn't like a huge battle, right, which was, is where you're like, yeah. okay, it really was just like, get away from our houses. It's like, hey, we hate Optimus. Let's go beat that guy up. Right. Uh, and Ironhide is like, well, what are you doing back here? And he's like, oh, you know. And he's like, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's we we finally figured out what that bar mitzvah was. Exactly. Uh, his, his, Turns his, out it's Optimus's bar mitzvah. Exactly. Today he is a man. Uh, uh, it was on this day that he got the Matrix. And to, yes, tonight is the anniversary from when he changed from Orion Pax to Optimus Prime, as Ironhide says, he went from the hot shop cop, hot shot cop that Ironhide tried his darndest to train, and he became Optimus Prime, the Autobot leader he tried his damnedest to train. Language. God, Ironhide. <laughs> what do you think this is? Uh, and Optimus opens his chest panels. He's like, yup, check it out. <laughs> I still have it. And of course, it's the husk of... Right. The Matrix of Matrix. Leadership. Yeah. But you know, it's it, it is there. That's um, and as Ironhide says, it changed everyone's lives. It was a big deal. So they are heading somewhere. They're obviously on their way. Iron or Windblade. Right. Optimus says, like, well, I mean, thank you for saying all these nice things, Ironhide, but I'm not even sure I'm a good leader. And Windblade is like, shut up. Primus <laughs> gave you that. So how about you quit being humble, Dick? And he's like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, shucks, Windblade. He shovels the ground with his foot. <laughs> um, but she does say, she's like, listen, I, I need, like, like I was just saying, you need to just take compliments as they come. Also, we need to talk in private. And yeah. so they transform and roll out like you do when you are the Autobot leader and telling your troops to move. Yeah, um, it's, it's, that's his whole thing. The, uh, right, which again, opening salvo. It's like, okay, fine. Optimus is allowed to say transform and roll out. Um, and we uh, see now that our narrator is right. Swindle. Uh, so this is uh, one of my favorite things because Swindle's like watching them from the back alley and he's like, what a bunch of jerks. But the little text inserts that, that we learn have been Swindle this whole time. It literally says, that's me, by the way, Swindle, good looking guy with the big eyes. Uh, and there's this, there's a, there's a, the writer of community is named Dan Harmon. And he was, he had this bit where he was saying, like, I've been reading a lot of screenplays. Don't ever have your show narrated by your main character and then freeze frame on the main character and go, 
that's me. Jelly ice cream. Like one of those. Like Dan Harmon hates this. So. Dan Harmon refused to read the rest of Combiner Wars after he saw that panel. Yeah, there you go. True uh, story. Uh, but anyway, I just but, that that occurred to me and I had sure. to put it in the show. You got to toss uh, out. We love Dan Harmon on this show. <laughs> uh, but then a guy shows up behind him and it's Motormaster. Yeah, it is. And, and he calls he's... him a miserable little poppet valve. <laughs> Which sounds, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds sure a certain does. way. Um, and then we can see he is now surrounded by the rest of the Stunticons. And Swindle's immediately the, right. He's like, "Hey, I got history with these guys." Right. He's and and he's trying to kind of appease them. Be like, "Listen, I I really like people have been losing to Optimus Prime <laughs> for millions of years, but I really thought tonight was the night, bud." And like you, you guys, guys had him. <laughs> and yeah, they're of course just like, "Well, we can just kick your ass instead." Um, and Swindle off he just saying right. he's, he's gonna like, go get hey, a drink come on that's ancient history let's let's all go down to the bar it is funny that they let him just walk away like he's <laughs> tossing a wave and just kind of like i'm gonna go drunk bye you can come with if you want <laughs> um but yeah he does mention in this little uh narration box here that the stunt he and the stunt account go way back he sort of stuck them together into one big bottle covers ago which they do touch on that again um and i know we've kind of it's come up in the comics before, and we've talked a little bit, but again, that does happen during um, during ongoing. Right. Is and when he kind of like... I mean, yeah, again, editorial mandates, everybody. If there's been a combiner, yeah, maybe, maybe be aware of that person during combiner wars. Yeah, you know, just some, some bots to keep on your radar. Right. Um, don't, uh, don't forget about that guy. Uh, and so, again, sort of going through the history of things, setting yes. up exposition. Catching up exposition. new reading, yes, yes. Um, Just letting us know we're all on, we're, we've got Metroplex, and that's where we live now. Uh, and Metroplex has a space bridge. Yes, which is the most important part of that. I mean, it's a beautiful page. We get a cool shot of Metroplex transformed um, in city mode. And then, uh, yes, but the big thing here is that he has a space bridge. Yeah, uh, which is going to come into play. And so this is what Windblade wanted to show Optimus. And he's saying, like, well, this is cool, but, I mean, we've had space bridges before. And we'll right, she's showing his... him it's online, because, of course, the right, last right. we saw it, it was not. Yes, so it's it's been fixed up, presumably, thanks to one Mr. Wheeljack. Ah, uh, Prince. <laughs> and he's back. There he is, your sweet Science mind. Prince, he's here. Uh, and he's even saying, like, yeah, we've had space bridges, but this is different because, uh, as Windblade points out, Metroplex knows where the receivers are. So, right. like, because having course, a telephone isn't very useful if you don't know all of the people to call. Right. If you don't have the numbers and know who's going to pick up, then it's like, well, sure, you have a telephone, but you who knows where you're going to land. Right. Or if you can even get a response from another person somewhere. So that is the deal, just in case it isn't, you know, uh, covering space bridges really quickly. They are basically, they're like Stargates. I've never watched Stargate, but I assume sure. a similar principle. Um, they're teleportation, essentially. They're big. Yeah, just, and they can, uh, so if you have one, you can jump to another. And uh, right, as she, at their point, out, is a Titans space bridge. Meaning, since Metroplex knows the other Titans, who also have space bridges, that is where... 
these portals would connect. Exactly. And Optimus figures that out rather slowly. He says, yeah. oh, the lost colonies of Cybertron. And Ironhide is like, okay, well, how long have there been lost colonies? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. You're going to have to tell me about that. Uh, and Windblade does exactly that. Again, more exposition. Millions and millions of years ago, uh, so before the war, um, 13 colony ships left Cybertron to start new civilizations. We know that. We know Caminus is one of those. Uh, yes. Optimus that established out, her world. Right. Optimus says, all were lost, all were forgotten. <laughs> and she's like, wow, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Optimus says some stuff in these books. And I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> Megatron doesn't even talk that way. Megatron's very thoughtful with what he says. Uh, and so, Optimus, not always. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's a... <laughs> brash individual let's say <laughs> but yeah of course yeah the Kamians are immediately like uh hey we were <laughs> yeah. not lost nor forgotten we are standing right next to you right. in fact we did just fine actually <laughs> they did not because Kaminus sort of ran out of resources but now we can link up with Cybertron right as we if we'll remember back to the first Windblade miniseries her, their whole thing, their whole reason for leaving Caminus was to find a lifeline because Caminus was running out of supplies. They needed to find someone else who could help them out, who could give them resources. Right. And this is it. Like, this is at least what she These would people are imagine. Yes. Uh, this and, should do it. Right. That was, that was sort of the, the major point of that arc was saying, like, well, Cybertron can't really help us because Cybertron can't really help itself. And exactly. And they even bring up in this next panel kind of, again, we'll touch on it, what happened in the Windblade miniseries, which because Chromia says that uh, that she wants to get off of this out of control planet. And when, when Windblade responds by saying we can't act rashly again, which is because in Chromia's desperation to get back to Kaminus, she purposefully did some things that got Bot killed and yeah, she kind of had to blame to each other. She really did. She did stuff that people assumed was Starscream, and it wasn't Starscream, which is bad. Nobody yeah, should be assuming what you're doing was done by Starscream. <laughs> That's so, how you know you're really, really messing you up. You goofed. Yeah, that was a, not the best move, Chromia. But she was, yeah, she was desperate. She wanted to get this space bridge back online and get this thing going. Um, and even uh, Optimus asks about it, and windblade does keep it between them because they kind of agreed she and Kremi and starscream are like all right this will stay between us right. um and she's saying it doesn't none of that matters because what matters right now the bridge is active uh and they have to figure out who gets to know about it right uh so in the room the people who obviously know about it already uh chromia windblade ironhide wheeljack and optimus prime yes uh, and, and Ironhide says, like, well, we've kind of formed a cabal against Starscream. And Wheeljack is like, whoa, hold on. No, I did not. an absolute prince because he didn't. And I love, uh, this is why I'm like, you know what? I I know that not every writer can get everybody's favorite character perfectly, but damn it. <laughs> John, thank you for this Starscream, or this, this Starscream and this Wheeljack. Um Right, because Windblade is saying, you know, Starscream is waiting to hear that this is back online because we will remember, again, back in the, the miniseries, their agreement at the end was Starscream gets the space bridge. He gets right. to go be an ambassador of sorts for Cybertron to these other worlds. But, the, well, no, that's kind of a still a very 
That's a dangerous position to leave Starscream in, for one. Yes. So, yes, Ironhide is, like you said, he's very commonly like, well, you know, we're all against him. Like, we're all we're all ready to deal with that guy. And Wheeljack, yeah, is like, no. Yeah, we we sort of, uh, A, made a deal. B, Starscream has got me working on the aerial bots, and those are our friends, and I want to save their lives. Which is a great point. Thank you, Wheeljack. Uh, um, and again, Optimus is like, not only that, but Starscream is the president. Like, yes, he is the elected leader of Cybertron. Uh, the legitimate ruler. And he's like, we're not going to undermine that unless he fucks up. <laughs> Which, that was one of mine. I was just like, for real, on that panel where he says, if Starscream has betrayed Cybertron, I'll take his head myself. I'm like, whoa, that is not something I'm used to hearing Optimus Prime say. It seems a little out of character, but some of us are true patriots. (laughs) I'll just murder that guy. That'll solve (laughs) everything. Uh, And so Optimus is like, so he's got you working on the aerial bots. Then they combine and make a combiner, and he's having you make an unbeatable weapon. And Wheeljack is like, well, yeah. Uh, And Windblade, he's like, Windblade, if we rescue your colony, doesn't that mean that Starscream is probably going to take it over and start a Cybertronian empire? She's like, well, yeah, but I mean, like, that's why we wanted to talk to you. Uh, Right, right. Which is, I mean, and obviously very good points. Yes. Starscream is not a bot to just trust blindly, especially with something as powerful as a space bridge that leads to uh, previous or Cybertronian descendants that you that have no other knowledge of Cybertron. And maybe that's not the bot you want going in first. (laughs) Yes. Maybe you don't want uh, him being your representative. Something to consider. Uh, But Optimus is like, all right, well, here's what I would do. Wheeljack, it's good that you're trying to save the aerial bots. Save the aerial bots. Uh, Ironhide and Chromia, guard the space bridge. Windblade, let's go talk to Starscream. And so let's head over to Starscream's royal elected chambers over here, where we get a very fun panel. I love this panel. Um, We do have more of uh, Swindle's narration as we go through this book, um, but which, I mean, is just a little interstitial transition text. But it is there. So he's he's still got a present voice throughout it. But so when we get to Starscream's chamber, we can see he's trying to choose a new a new body. He's he's going to change it up again. He's had this this form for a while. Yeah. And um, I love it because the ones in front of him, when you look at them, you can realize they are from Beast Wars 2 is the one kind of on the left there. And the one in the middle is old school generation one. (laughs) Um, The one next to that to the to the right is his animated form and then okay. the one on the far right is his prime form and if you look closely the one kind of cut off on the left is totally his like bay film <laughs> movie version so this is him kind of like looking at his closet essentially right. being like Going what am i gonna wear today <laughs> which is really it's just it's it's perfect that is what starscreen would be doing like um how do I want to, you know, I'm going to change up my look. And he's like talking to Scoop about it, who, you know, doesn't care. And he even asks, like, why are we wasting time doing this? Uh, and I I love that he's, he makes Scoop say, like, he's like, Scoop, what am I? And he's like, I don't, I don't want it. He's like, Scoop. And he looks at him and he gives him that face. He's like, you're the chosen one. And he's like, that's right. That means you have to listen to everything I do forever. So shut up and help me pick my clothes. <laughs> 
which is a very interesting uh, kind of a relationship to have between the two of them because we know, even in the way Scoop looks, he doesn't like Starscream. Like, very obviously, we know this. We know he doesn't. But he's so beholden to this idea yeah. that Starscream is his chosen one, this thing he believes so deeply that this is what he puts up with it's an interesting question of like what do you do when it turns out your messiah is a real jerk right and apparently scoop's answer is to i don't know continue helping him out him. yeah he's the Deal chosen one he is the chosen one uh and i love that rat trap burst in and he's like hey boss and scoop is like oh rat trap's still here right uh and rat trap's like whatever boss uh, and he's like, hey, these guys are here, and it's yeah. Optimus and Windblade. They had some serious visitors. Uh, and Windblade says, hey, so the space bridge is active. And Starscream has a look of just unadulterated glee. He's, he's even got his like fingers together like, oh. He says the word splendid. <laughs> and uh, he talks uh, of securing their security. Um, and making right. preparations for their first contact, which, of course, we know what he means by security. Yeah. He's talking about the aerial bots. Uh, and he, he says it called itself Superion, and <laughs> Optimus is like, they called themselves the aerial bots, and they're my <laughs> friends. So why don't you check yourself, Starscream? And Starscream's immediately like, okay, well, here's how I feel about combiners. <laughs> right. And he's like, hey, check it out. Remember Devastator and how Devastator destroyed Cybertron and then also Earth? Mm-hmm. Here's a great shot of Devastator. Uh, he has led by your friend, Prowl. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, just wrecking shit up on Earth. So how about that? Uh, and Optimus is like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he... <laughs> Right. Like, as soon as Starscream kind of, you know, it's like, what do you... Yeah, he doesn't even respond immediately. And uh, Starscream is just like, okay, listen. And again, he's making his arguments here for wanting this combiner, for feeling right. the need for a Gestalt, which we know is more than just like, hey, Prowl is unchecked at this point. Prowl yes. has the Constructicons. Which and... is an argument I can support very thoroughly. Right, right. Which, I mean, it makes total sense. It's a legitimate problem. Like, it's a legitimate concern. Um, And he's, he, and even Starscream is saying, like, that's, we know about Devastator. Who knows yeah, what like, other colonies could, have. Yeah, like, Caminus could be incredibly dangerous. We don't know what they have. And Windblade is like, I know what they have. <laughs> they have nothing. She, right. She's insisting they just need help. Like, we need to help each other. And he, of course, Starscream is just, and he stands by what he says. He's like, I'm not going to any world. I'm not opening up any portals between any world and my world without having some form of defense. And to him, that is superior. Uh, and, and he's like, all right, you guys, Prime, uh, you get out of here. Windblade, go get the bridge ready. Tell Wheeljack to get stuff ready. And Prime is like, hey, you don't tell me what to do. And Starscream is like, I'm the president. I do tell you what to do. I can. Um, and you know why? Because I'm the president. <laughs> exactly. And uh, it, it, it is interesting. He brings, he says this great line, which is, again, talking to Optimus. And he says that attitude that a title places you above the rest of us is what got us here. Which 
is I, I, interesting. And after that, he says, I was chosen. Who chose you to be prime? Like, a prime is not an elected position. Right. It's a given it, position. Yeah, he, it, it is. Was, it was appointed to be prime. Right. Uh, from the people who caused this mess, essentially. Like, it was handed down from from bots who which we we know we've been through all of this history before had always done really yeah, bad things it seems like most of the primes are terrible they're uh, really really bad at least the these modern primes that we know the the lineage right. that we've seen very recently uh, um and optimus says all right you're right and when yeah, he's like down. no he's not he's a dick uh, <laughs> it, it yeah it, and but an optimist he also stands by and he's just like you know what it's yeah like when we reach other colonies like i yeah this can't be an empire we can't have one bot proclaiming himself above somebody else which of course is like what start it's what right. starscream that's is exactly doing but his backup doing. is the fact that he was elected to be here like that's his big you know that's his his I game mean, changer yep that'll do it uh and so he's like, it, all right. It, but well, even he says he's not here to do an, to make an empire. Right. Like he immediately is like, hey, I never said empire. That's not what I'm about. And Optimus is just like, that's right, young man. And you won't cause an empire. Uh, and that's yeah, agreed. And, and she's saying we're going like, when we make contact, we're going to make some kind of council or a congress. And Starscream immediately is like, oh, so you're making a power grab. Uh, and she and Optimus, starts to be like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But Optimus is like, yeah, she's going to yeah, have a Yeah, he's like, she's goal. earned a spot on whatever console gets made. Which I I back him up on that. I'm like, you're right. Which I do like that, like, luckily, I do think Starscream, obviously, with what we've seen from uh, the Windblade miniseries and what we're seeing now, he is a bot who's so on his toes. He's so, like, this is what he's good at. He's good at these games that when you go up against him, you kind of need, you need a right-hand man to kind of, when Optimus is kind of like being told by Starscream, Windblade can hop in and be like, no, no, don't. And then on the opposite, Windblade being like, well, no, I'm not saying that. And Optimus backing her up and saying, no, that's exactly right how that's going to happen, which I like. I think yeah. that that's, I don't know if that was completely intentional, but it's what we're seeing because when she was kind of on her own against Starscream, she was, you know, she would kind of just let him say what he was going to say and not really react the way that she necessarily wanted to because it was so much easier to just kind of stand down. Yes, he's he's very, very good at that. Yes. Uh, but Optimus says, yes, there will be a council. They will be made up of people from the colonies, including Windblade. And we're going to make a constitution and there will be rules because that is what you're saying. And Starscream is like, yeah, okay, bye. Uh, and so we cut back to Wheeljack looking at Superion. Yes, they're uh, off on like scaffolding. It's very, very Evangelion. Yes, uh, I, and I, which I was going to say Pacific Rim, which obviously right, was very yeah. inspired by Evangelion. Uh, and yes, we have, it's Wheeljack up there, which uh, this part breaks my heart. He's uh, quoting what Optimus had just said to him, which is saving the aerial bots is a worthy goal. Do your best. And then in the next panel, he's saying, thanks, Prime. I'm glad to see I'm alive and kicking too, which I'm like, ah. You're right, Optimus sweet baby. Is, uh, Optimus just assumes anyone who dies will come back. <laughs> it like doesn't even phase him anymore. He's like, Wheeljack's fine. He just needs to walk it off. 
Um, but you Which, know what, Wheeljack? Everybody else is thrilled to see you alive. Yeah, we're happy you're back, buddy. So happy. And then he's got Alpha Bravo and Power Glide behind him. Like Alpha Bravo's like, oh my god, are you going to just keep whining? <laughs> like, is that why we're here? Uh, Which I'm like, cool, at Alpha Bravo. How often does Wheeljack complain? Really? I can't imagine it's very much. Uh, and the Power Glide is what you said his name was? Yes. Right. He's talking about course, was on the Lost, lost light. light. And he's like, yeah. so Rodimus said this thing. And <laughs> Starscream is me like, hey, none of us want to hear about Rodimus because he's walking in. Yeah, he's like, oh, thank God, Wheeljack. I'm here to save you. Um, <laughs> and literally, that's how he's like, oh, yep, don't worry. I gotcha. Um, and Wheeljack's like, oh, uh, hey, what's, what's going on? And Starscream, of course, we all know why Starscream's like, I have a feeling that aerial bots are suddenly going to have, take a turn for the better because we know he's got something. Yes. And Starscream gestures to the briefcase that right. Scoop, Scoop is, is holding. Carrying. Uh, it's, it's some kind of enigma. Yes. Uh, and he presumably opens it because then Wheeljack's looking. He's like, is that what I think it is? And we, uh, of course, of course it is. It's Starscream's dick in a box. <sighs> Surprise! It finally, <laughs> this is how it starts. Uh, wouldn't that be a weird thing? <laughs> anyway. I feel like that's one of those things, like, I, like, I remember uh, reading or hearing about, like, when they're filming Game of Thrones, and, like, back in season one, and I won't spoil anything for anybody just in case, um, but there are these two characters, and they happen to be my faves, and, of, yeah, there's a lot of, like, situations in that show, but I guess the one time the girl goes onto set, and the dude just had a sock over his, you know, and sure. she laughed so hard, like, they couldn't record, like, they couldn't even film for, like, another hour, because she just kept laughing about it, which I feel like that would happen in that situation of Starscream open the briefcase and yeah there's his dick they would just wheel jack would just be like oh you (laughs) you son of a bitch and they would laugh about it (laughs) the other two flyers would be like oh my god we're leaving i don't need to be here for this yeah it would be very funny that'll be that Uh, that's that's the bonus chapter of this sure Uh, it makes perfect sense (laughs) that everybody get ready for some explicit episode art Uh, oh my god (laughs) uh and so we we also see swindle uh we we go back to that guy because he's still a part of this yeah Um, and he's like yeah i just went out got a couple drinks i don't care about this autobot decepticon stuff i'm poor and i hate being poor uh, and then we see him going home and there's starscream and he just says hey swindle want to get rich and uh, which of course I, he does yeah and i say oh yeah me too sign me yeah. up for whatever shit you're about I would to do like please to do that please yes yes i will also for this which i do like that's a great panel starscream looks very sultry yes. in that panel he's lounging and he has his legs crossed and yeah got one hand on the briefcase he's a and he's a very interesting person yeah he looks great in that panel it's a very handsome panel um, but now we hop back to some other bing bongs that we're going to go check in with. Uh, Swindle's old pals, the Stunticons. Those good buddies, those <laughs> friendly friends. Yeah, uh, they're just so sweet. And, and uh, yeah, immediately. Motormouth? Well, no, uh, so this isn't uh, Motormaster talking. This uh, is uh, this is Off-Road. 
Okay. Talking. And he's he's pitching a fit because he's essentially saying, why did we turn and leave? Like, why why didn't we stay and we fought and fight Optimus and Windblade and Chromia and Ironhide? He is essentially... Uh, <laughs> we had them, guys. Come on. Come on. We could have totally taken those five very powerful, four very powerful robots. Um, and it's what's interesting here is that then the bot that responds to him is Blackjack saying, you weren't there off-road. And off-road's like, I was standing right there. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, in the old days. Which, as far as I believe, Blackjack wasn't there in the old days, too. Because he's not typically a member of the Stunticons, nor is off-road. And, I have uh, to just assume he's being a jerk. I, well, I don't know if it's that or if maybe... I we're just to assume that Blackjack has been here longer because um, they do mention uh, the fact that Wild Rider took off and they're saying that they let Offroad join them. Um, and uh, so that it's it's essentially just kind of the Stunticons sure. kind of being pissed and they're all just kind of angry and Bickering. letting off steam. Yeah. Fighting amongst uh, themselves. And then somebody shows up and he's like, listen up. I got a good idea. He's like, hey, guys, please don't everybody hug me. I know you're all super in love with me. And, and I'm it's like, swindle. swindle, if we could get away with killing you, we would. Uh, and yeah. he's like, oh, you old so-and-so. Uh, <laughs> Master, you, you dear friend of mine. Uh, and then he opens up his briefcase and he's like, check this thing out. I know you guys love being combined together. Uh, this will make it super easy. Let's do it again. Remember that time? Remember that time I fucked around with you guys? Yeah, love I that. I promise we'll get it right this time. Uh, but before we can see how that turns out, we cut to, yay, three bots that we know and love. We see a hologram of Ultra Magnus, Rodimus, and Megatron. I don't think I know the, any of them, do I? Uh, yeah, you, you should a little bit. Are they, are they from Earth? Uh, first of all, it's pronounced Ert, and secondly, <laughs> no, they are uh, not. Yeah. Megatron has been to Ert many times. Right. He hates it there. Um, but yeah, no, we have the leaders of the, the the people running the circus, also known as the Light, are here, and they're having a, a phone conversation, basically, with Optimus Yeah, uh, I like this, because it, it... It's it's very good. It feels like a moment where it meets the eye. Yeah, it feels very more than meets the eye, is... Rod is like, okay, so we just left to start a quest, and you want us to come back to serve in Congress? Uh, and Rod is like, that's not how quests work, Optimus. Yeah. This is Are a, you? It's important that we take care of this. Yeah, like Optimus, we just left. You want us to turn around, and it's so good. And the best parts of this, of course, are the little bits that happen between Rod being Rodimus and being like, oh, I don't even think so. Let me tell you all the ways that I'm not even going to turn around and do the thing that you want me to do. But on top of that, he uh, mentions uh, the fact that, like, hey, remember? Remember how we were just on Cybertron? Remember how Megatron, you you made him an Autobot? Remember how you let that happen? And uh, you don't have to live with it. And that's why it's totally <laughs> fine with you, because he's on a spaceship halfway across the galaxy. And Megatron interrupts. He's like, Rodimus, we've made progress, which is just <laughs> so precious. The, like, and I just immediately imagine them having like sessions with Rung, 
where they have to, you know, like use puppets to like, how do you feel about your co-captain? And <laughs> I love it. That's that's my my headcanon on their progress that they've made. Um, and Rod even just is like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. And then he continues bitching and like being like, Optimus, you're out of your mind. And here are all the reasons, all the reasons why. And uh, Magnus kind of helps him out, but like not in a way like, right, yeah, stand up to Optimus. It's just like, Rodimus, you're not being very clear here. Um, but yeah, the fact that it's Rodimus going off on a tangent and Megatron and Magnus just kind of there making small comments. It's perfect. It, it feels right. Uh, but I can tell that uh, John Barber wrote this and not James because... I read it in an American accent, not an English one. Is that a for real thing, or are no, you just being I'm funny? Just being, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that's hilarious. I never have known anybody to do that. Uh, uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> Optimus is like, uh huh, okay, yeah. Are you going to send somebody? And they're like, of course, we're going to send somebody. It's right, which of course, and I guess we should have addressed that. That's why Optimus is calling them. He's like, yes, we're going right. to start this thing. We would like you here. And yeah, Rod's like, no, what? And P.S. Even if we did go back, what would we even do? And then yes, Optimus is like, cool. So you'll send someone else. I don't care. Um, and Rod also doesn't care. Both of them are just, it, it's all very professional up in here. Um, but Magnus starts to be like, yeah, like it'll take us a few days to get somebody there. But, you know, we've learned a thing or two. And he's about to, like, tell him about what they've learned about, you know, their interstellar travel. Sure. And Jim Rod interrupts. He's yeah. like, he doesn't care. And Optimus is like, well, actually, I very care, but I have other things to attend to. <laughs> it's like, for real, though, Magnus, hit me up. Call me later. I want to know what you learned. And He says, I can feel history pressing down, and I don't have much time. <laughs> Everything is important with Optimus. There's nothing That's... about Optimus that isn't history pressing down. That's fair. So I guess his the, the light banter I just gave him with Magnus, nah, that wouldn't happen. It... What a, what a, what a, what a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and Rod is That's like, like your fine. catchphrase on this show by now. What a, what a, what a, what a jerk. He is. <laughs> uh, and he, he, Rod even ends oh up by saying like, Meg part. says hi, by the way. And Megatron is like, I didn't say anything. And then he clicks <laughs> off. Which, uh, my heart. I love it. It feels so right. And I feel like, I know it doesn't happen, but you have to imagine for a moment what that call looks like from last light like <laughs> what what is happening right in this moment after rod hangs up essentially not letting megatron defend the fact that he did not say hi to optimus god rod <laughs> i imagine they kind of like push each other and giggle like damn it and then they're gonna go have another session with rung right and i like that page a lot um so hey at least we've checked in with those dudes and now we know somebody from the last light will be joining us only good things can happen yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Who's it going to be? Let's find out. Um, but yeah, first, very important Optimus Prime's like, well, I think that was good. Rod is a petulant child. We let kind of say and do whatever he feels like saying and doing. And uh, yeah, Windblade is immediately like, uh, yeah, I don't care about any of that. Hey, uh, there's some things you need to know. Yeah. Uh, and then she sort of interrupts herself and says, hey, uh, something's wrong with the Metroplex. Uh, and right. they, they pull up uh, the sort of cameras in the space bridge chamber. Ironhide and Chromia appear to be knocked out. Um, right. And the space bridge has been activated. Yes. The space bridge is on. Its guards are not. They're on the ground. Mm. And who could have done it? I wonder who who's done it. 
So now we get, obviously, we know who did it because we get some more narration. And yeah. um, Good it's old Swindle. Yeah. Uh, talking and, about Caminus saying uh, the, the star is decaying into a white dwarf, which keeps the planet in orbit, but there's not enough light for solar energy, and that everything is bad. And then all of a sudden, on Caminus, a space bridge opens up. Right. They've been waiting for a miracle. That's all they can kind of do at this point. And boom miracle they got one um and yeah and an angel steps through and it is <laughs> Manasaur. yay um who is the combined form form of the stunticons there you go he's got and swindle horns yeah he's got horns on his head he's yeah made up of a bunch of car robots which i do have i like i yeah i have some fun i always liked the stunticons um like when they first show up it's fun um but yes uh swindle says he this is the night that he started the combiner war is kind of where we leave off um and saying he's let's let's rob him blind that's what they're here to do yeah that's the end of issue 39 and the opening salvo of combiner wars onward into onward Combiner Wars Part 1, Transformers, Windblade. Yes. So Windblade, obviously back, but then also her own miniseries. Again, a second go at a Windblade miniseries. We like that Windblade. Yeah, she's pretty great. And so here we go, right into it. We we don't have to go through the previously page happening. We just saw it. Yeah. Uh, And then luckily, when we open it up, we can see it's somebody's artwork. Yeah. That we sure like a whole bunch on this show. Good old Sarah Stone. You got it. We like her a whole bunch. We sure do. So we immediately, this uh, first panel here, we see that this is Dawn on Caminus, and it is a Cybertronian colony. And it's a beautiful yeah, space cool. shot. Yeah, I got some camp- lens flare. Gotta love that. Yeah. So we can see their white dwarf kind of sun there. And then it almost looks like Caminus is like a moon to like a gas giant, too. Yeah. It's very interesting. And then uh, we go on planet. Right. We got a bunch of people freaking out, saying like, uh, something just happened, and there's breaches in all of our armories, and this guy who kind of looks like Reinhardt from Overwatch, is like, well, who who, who can even do that? Uh, and these two people who we find out are city speakers are saying, well, we don't we don't know. The the Titan's just saying mystery over and over. And they're right. saying, it's, well, it's almost like mystery. It's almost like riddle. Uh, yeah, the word enigma, they, which we might course. have heard before. Yes, we all know what he's trying to say. We we can city speak for Caminus. Leave it yeah. to us. We got this. <laughs> um, and these bots are maybe a little familiar to people if you've seen the... Uh, like the Unicron trilogy or animated. Um, we're going to see a few more bots from other continuities kind of showing up um, cool. in these, in these, uh, yeah, in books that we have that uh, come after Combiner Wars. So, yes. Uh, they, but yeah, they're, they don't know exactly what he's trying to say, but obviously something's going down. And um, the bot behind them is saying, okay, well, whatever is going down, we have to help Caminus solve it. We are going to send the fly the flyers from the Alpha Alpha Squadron to go check it out. So uh, right. obviously they're sending defenses. And we see Swindle, and Swindle's like, "What the fuck? They don't have anything here to steal." Yes, he is uh, now learning what it's kind of dawning on him 
what's happened here. He, there was nothing to... I, I like been, that he says, there's not even any metal, and we're made of metal. How do you guys not have metal? Right, he immediately starts shouting at one of these, like, defense bots who shows up to fight him. And he's like, what? And he's turning on them, like, how do you not have stuff I can steal from you? Like, what is this? What's going on here? And the uh, the Alpha Squadron is like, stand down. And they're, of course, like, going to arrest him. And um, he, uh, just, yeah, he doesn't so care. You're going to face the code of justice. And he goes, dog, I am a Decepticon. Who cares? Right. I don't give a shit about justice. Um, uh, and they're immediately like, if you're affiliated with a criminal organization, they can be prosecuted as well. And he's like, oh, my God, you guys do not know anything. <laughs> And of course, he thinks it's very funny because he's swindle. And he's like, "Okay, let me let me, let me clue you in on going for you. pop quiz." Yeah, chat. like <laughs> I'm swindle, and here's my buddy with me. And look how handsome Menasaur is now. Yeah, Menasaur, you looking good? <laughs> Menasaur, that could be your like dating profile pic. It looks great. <laughs> And of uh, course, immediately the Alpha Squadron is like, "Oh, dip." Yeah, like, that, that guy is, huge. is uh, real big. Uh, yeah, and, and Swindle's like, "We can go, right?" And the Alpha Squadron's like, "No, no, <laughs> we're gonna arrest you." And then, oh uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Swindle's uh, like, "Oh yeah, you guys are dumb." And uh, yeah, Menasaur just stomps on that Alpha Squadron guy and gets crushed. Which we will see again. We are seeing the Camians, and they have blue blood. Right, uh, which is pretty rad. It is, yes. And, of course, it's gorgeous. It's a very lovely color. Um, uh, so, And Menasaur <laughs> is freaking out. He is like, right. Swindle said easy money, big score. Uh, and Swindle is, of course, trying to get him kind of calm down. He's like, okay, okay, okay. I, I did not promise you Starscream promised us that makes him realize he's like oh shit yeah he's like we got played by starscream and we get these really lovely um kind of flashbacks as between it like flashes back to starscream and then it goes to the present back and forth um and we can see now it is starscream that put blackjack on this team so we do know as the reader now okay blackjack hasn't been part of the stunticons he's still new um and starscream is essentially saying hey blackjack um you've been one of my badgeless soldiers that he has he's been Secret police. um exactly and uh, um yeah you 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 understand what i'm trying to do uh swindle of course all now clicking in his head he's like okay we gotta go we gotta go and he even says starscream screwed us we have to get out of here um and, and Starscream saying he's still talking to Blackjack and he's saying right. like, "You have kind of an anger problem? No, that's good. Hey, right. uh, you ever hear of Menasaur? And, uh, and we see Menasaur here like crushing everybody, destroying everything. And Swindle is like, "Stop! Let's go now! Right? I need all of you to unbind to yeah, like pull up from each other. And yeah, it's yeah, it's just very pretty. Um." Uh, and we cut back to Starscream here, uh, talking to Scoop about, like, color choices, which is really funny. <laughs> so he's still trying to figure out what to wear. What does he yeah. wear today? What's I mean, it's do? a big question. And of uh, course he looks very thoughtful. He's kind of got pouty lips going on and he's looking. I love he's Squ like, well, Scoop purple's regal, but I like the primary <laughs> colors. And... 
there's just something about a nice bold red like and he just we, we, we see him wear a lot of primary colors yes yes for sure um even you know back in gen one he's red white and blue primarily um and even scoop behind him not at all amused he's he hates it he this is the life he's chosen he's made some mistakes <laughs> and he's aware of it um but as starscream is trying to figure this out he gets an urgent call from optimus saying oh my god starscream somebody has activated the space bridge without authorization we need you here now <laughs> and starscream is like oh my god i'm on my way and then he is like okay so rat trap says that blue look <laughs> is like it's a trusting color he immediately goes back to being like okay but here's the color i'm thinking and if i pair it with this and the scoop is like, what? This, but they like, need there's you. There's more important things. And he's like, oh, there's nothing more important than looking good. <laughs> Especially in a crisis. And of course, damn, he does look good. He looks so good on this page. Every panel. Ever, oh my God. Sarah knows how to treat the spot right. And oh my God, he looks even better on this next page. So he does finally make his way down to the space bridge. Um, and the chromia ironhide they're okay uh they just kind of got they got taken by surprise and of course when is trying to talk to starscream she's like whoever went through went to caminus and we all know starscream knows all this that's why he's not right he's not freaking out because he's he's saying like oh yeah no i know but i'm not gonna tell you guys that right of course um and he again this is what he does he's so good at it he's like um well isn't it convenient that they went to yeah because wasn't somebody else in this room who was guarding the bridge trying to get to kaminas right he's turning it on them he's like why didn't the two guards stop this and what can they possibly tell us information have you got Hmm. and ironhide is like it was it was the stunticons i saw them it was swindle um and, and I, I love that they say, I wonder how they even knew the space bridge was here, Lord Starscream. Like, totally turning this on him. He's like, oh, I don't know, maybe how Swindle knew the codes used in your little jailbreak. I don't keep track of every two-bit huckster on the planet. Like, he so immediately yeah, is like, don't try that shit with me. I invented this shit, Chromia. Come on, have a seat. Damn. <laughs> Which, yeah, she tries to turn around him. He turns it right back around on her. Like, remember when that criminal was convenient for you, Chromia? Um, and Optimus is like, listen, we can point fingers at all of us later. Everybody, we can just speculate wildly. Right now, we have to focus. And Starship's like, yeah, great. Get the hell out of my way and I'll actually do something because clearly none of you can do that. Um, and he's uh, calling up someone. Yes. And he just, uh, commander. And he tells them to assemble their unit and report to his coordinates. And he looks so good and tells them that they get to save a world sounds like imagine being the person getting that call you're like oh hell yeah it's gonna be a great night <laughs> uh and so we go back to swindle running away from uh Menasar now uh yes. trying to get back through the space bridge right but, he's gonna leave them uh right he's like well as yeah like they're here they're not listening to me because obviously they're in their own combined head and Yes. So they're the voices we've seen compares that kind of compete and they can get lost. Um, and yeah, as he's running for the space bridge, other flyers are coming through it. Right. 
Uh, and he's like, oh, let's start stream secret police. And then Ironhide and Chromia come through it. And he's like, are you are, seriously? Uh, yeah. He's just like, oh, my God. And he knows. He's like, OK, there's I can't get out of this one. This one, he's pretty screwed. Uh, I do like the banter between Ironhide and Chromia. Like, <laughs> nice planet cute. you guys got here. It's uh, just like, yeah, it, it's better when there's not some ridiculously huge Cybertronian who this ungodly thing wrecking right. the place. Uh, and he's like, well, then let's chop its legs off. And then we get a really cool page here, oh, which nice. is okay. uh, it's three panels, but it's uh, like it's, a full body shot of Menasaur over right. the span of these three panels. And th there's people flying around and like blowing Menasaur up and stuff. And you get such a cool, good look at how he's built. Like you can see what parts of cars comprise his arms and stuff yeah uh, there's some rad stuff going on here it's really it's just it's gorgeous right we have of course some of the flyers trying to take him out and then we can see just kind of silhouettes of um some of the camions right um, stabbing him in the thighs and stuff and we, and... right and we know it's them because they don't know what he is they don't well kind of like, okay. not only that but we know that they use blade weapons which yes was yes pointed out as a weird thing on cybertron yeah good callback you did it. You're great at Transformers. Great um, and then at the very bottom, we have Chromia and Ironhide firing at his knees because, again, right. they're trying to take him out. Uh, and so we go back to the other side of the space bridge here, and it's Windblade talking to Optimus. And Optimus is like, all right, let's get in there. And Windblade's like, uh, you got to hang back. And yeah, like, not you. Uh, and he's like, what? No. And she's like, yeah, just chill. Trust me on this. Uh, and like, all right, fine. Right. Because um, then, then we cut back to the soon. action. Uh, yes, we cut back to Menasar like tearing dudes up and he's stomping dudes. Uh, and it's pretty rad that Chromia like he, he picks up Chromia the way that, you know, King Kong picks people up and she just slams that friggin cool. She's got like a battle axe that she's yeah, got right into his hand. Right, uh, she's not taking that shit. And he drops Sir. her and she lands on Windblade. <laughs> it's so cute. She's just like, oh, hey, great. And Windblade's like, OK, yeah, you're welcome. But also we have other stuff to do. Pay attention. <laughs> we Yeah, this is all business. Um, uh, but then so, she's immediately, you know, saying, okay, we're just trying to contain this. Everybody back off. Let's, let's right. cool it. Let's bring this back. And she says, Optim Optimus, we need backup. All of it. Except you, you stay where you are. Yeah. Uh, which I, yeah. I reiterate Optimus, not you. Thank you. And so he's like, okay, Starscream, get the aerial bots, you know, uh, <laughs> he says, Star get them here now. Uh, and Starscream again, looking super handsome immediately Opt is like, Okay, you don't tell me to do anything. Second, you don't want me to use the Superion ever before, so what's going on now? And third, uh, you don't tell me to do anything, dog. Yeah, like I said, repeat number one. And Optimus, I do love this panel. He kind of like, he calms down on Starscream. Right, he straight up like, looms over him. <laughs> right, he's pulling the dad move. He's like, you know what? Um, because, yeah, Starscream is like, you told me not to to do anything with Superion. I thought that was your orders. He's like, and I know you, Starscream. I know you did it anyway. You right. don't listen to anybody. So I've, unless you want me to call Prowl and bring him into this mess, you should probably just get the <laughs> You should probably just get 
superior on and he's like well fine i'll go get wheeljack uh and as we can see on this next page superion's here he's here we i do love it because first we see the uh aerial bots flying in and there's some banter so we can kind of put some names to people and then yeah they form up they form superion uh and unlike almost every combiner we've seen so far superion can kind of talk yes superion is clearly functioning at a different level uh, at least mentally. It might have something to do with that enigma of combination. It just might. But, I mean, if we think about it, the uh, the uh, Menasaur has also been put together using the enigma. That's true. Uh, and Menasaur crush you, too. <laughs> uh, I do like that they both refer to themselves in the third person all the time. <laughs> I do love that. Like, Superion, yes, he speaks... Uh, you know, he has more form, uh, right. he, better he, form sentences and whatnot, but he's still, yeah, he's still going to speak in the third person. Right. Whereas Menasaur is just full on Hulk talk. Yes. Very much the same way. Devastator when Prowl isn't in control. And even sometimes when he kind of is, um, it's just kind of the way the combiners speak. It's interesting because then this does get very Evangelion with the combiners because of how leggy they all are and how yes, fluid is true. seem to be moving now. Because uh, then, of course, they start fighting. Yeah, they're not exceptionally boxy the way that uh, either Gundams or Transformers usually are. They're yes. they're both kind of svelte. Uh, they are, especially yeah, at the bottom of that page when they're kind of in white silhouettes. Yeah, uh, what, a, what a rad look. It looks fantastic. And Superion, good nice. Uh, and yeah, they, they're, they're kind of going back and forth. Uh, Menasaur says, <laughs> dead bots talk useless. And Superion's <laughs> like, that. You're not, you're not helping your case here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> and Menasaur punches like through him. Right. His like chest opens up. Superion's chest opens up. So Menasaur's arm goes through. And he kind of grabs him, Superion does, so he like holds him there. And right. it's this really great panel, because then he immediately puts like a barrel of a gun to Menasaur's head. He tells uh, him, good job. Or, yeah, goodbye, goodbye hack job. job is what he says. And he just and straight he up does him execution style. But then he's still fine. I do love Menasaur's face there, though, when he does get caught. He looks very surprised. You don't usually see a lot of expression on combiners, besides like <laughs> anger. Sure. Yeah, he looks straight up like, oh, dang. Like, oh, shit, he got me. Um, So, yeah, uh, he shoots him, and then he's, but yeah, he's he's still all right. Um, They keep fighting, lots of punching going on. Uh, and he says, crush you. And he's like, no, Superion is superior, and you aren't Superion. He does uh, that thing where you, like, clasp your hands together and crush your enemy's skull. You know, that yeah, classic move. I did that today. Yeah, I mean, it's a good move to have. It's a, it's a good one to keep in the arsenal. Exactly. Uh, and Windblade and everybody immediately runs up and like, are you good? Like, yeah, are you all right? And Superion's like, yeah. like, yeah, Superion rules. Superion's fine. <laughs> but Superion thinks maybe you should have been called Superion sooner uh, because <laughs> is everything cool. is destroyed. Right. He just got fire and plumes of smoke all around him. And he's like, this is a mess. Why didn't you call me sooner? Um, <laughs> which do love and we do see with superion is kind of the best um case for this like watching steven universe when the gem fusions happen i of course sure. thought of combiners but so he's kind of a good um kind of an example of that because superion is one bot but he's made 
array of, of like four. Yeah. Of multiple bots. So yeah. Uh, so I just that was a little an interesting thing. Sense. Now that we're kind of getting a combiner who has who's who seems like they are their own sin. Uh, and then this Kamian kind of walks up to Windblade and yeah. like, why are you not on Cybertron? And she's uh, like, I don't want to deal with this shit right now. Get out of my face. <laughs> well, she uh, she doesn't first, say that, but she looks she, grumpy. She looks very grumpy. And of course, I have to deal with some shit today. So she's like, okay, summon the Council of Voices, the Forge Fire Parliament, and call the Mistress of Flame. I have to speak with everybody. All rad names. Oh, absolutely. I know. As soon as she starts naming stuff, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't even wait to turn this page and meet all these people. Uh, and so we go to the forge fire and we see yeah. her kneeling before some bots. Uh, and she she says, okay, this monster needs to be dismantled and tried for crimes. Um, Superion is cool. You can trust Superion. And they're like, all right. Uh, except they, they say it in a very cool way. Yeah, they have this thing and it, it repeats a little bit throughout these books where uh, regarding the Camians and yeah, they say you speak and we hear and that's kind of their acknowledgement like right. you got it. Uh, and so Swindle has been found. Uh, she says he's out there somewhere. Right. He also has to be returned alive to Cybertron. Uh, uh, and she's sort of given the business to some people and she's like no one else is supposed to go near the space bridge without my consent and they're like well yeah but i mean cybertron needs to fix this mess. yeah like this is because of cybertron somebody's gonna have to answer for it and they're yeah they're saying this lord starscream has to explain himself like that is a we have to meet up uh, and, and she acknowledges yeah i mean the look on her face basically says oh you leave that to me <laughs> don't Star you worry Scream will answer for this shit and elegantly back at them she says forge fire, fire speaks and i hear and right. again that just means you and got it don't worry <laughs> yeah. he's gonna answer for this no question about that and swindle then yes he does get found by one of Starscream's secret police yep uh, and he says, Lord Starscream gave specific orders about you. So which is not ever great. something you want to hear. No. And then uh, here in this last panel, we meet the Mistress of Flame. What a rad fucking design. Oh, she's fantastic. I remember when this design was like even revealed everybody lost their collective minds like i was trying i was trying to hold myself back being like we don't she could be a raging dick i am not going to like <laughs> fall in love with this person at first but i am digging this design she's rad as hell it's it's straight up some diablo 3 shit uh <laughs> yeah she looks she's got a huge cape and this really cool she's got uh, like this huge battle act and she's huge right. she's like ultra magnus size like she's just so tall uh, she's got this elaborate set of like, I don't know if you call them spikes or whatever coming out of her back. But right. It's, it's almost like a crown mixed with pauldron on yeah. her like head and over her shoulder. She's, and then just a, like a far away view. We haven't even zoomed in on her yet. I know. Um, <laughs> but she's like bathed in light and. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yes. It's such a, what a, what a, what a, what a great panel. <laughs> it's very, very good. Um, and again, there's we get the immediate sense seeing now Windblade interacting with the Kamians, just the the level of kind of elegance and respect with which they speak to one another. Yeah, uh, they have like this stuff figured out. They haven't been at war with each other for four million years. Yeah, they've been doing all right, minus the whole like they're very hungry and they right. need help. Everybody's and, dying in the same way. Yes, and she and Windblade's like 
with all due respect, like as politely as I can say it, we got shit to talk about very quickly because we don't have a lot of time. Uh, and so she, we don't hear what they say, but she heads back to o- over across to Cybertron. She's like, oh, listen, Starscream, <laughs> my friends want to see you. Um, so we can make proper first contact. And Optimus is like, great, I will. And she's like, no, 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 not you, Optimus, just right. Starscream. <laughs> uh, and Starscream is like, oh, they need you elsewhere. Maybe sweeping up all of the garbage. Uh, <laughs> what a dick. And He's such a douche. Optimus is like, look, I'm getting real pissed about this. Uh, Wimblade, this was kind of funny at first, but letting Starscream go alone, that doesn't uh, seem like the best idea. Right. And and she says, like, okay, so look, here's the real deal, Holyfield. Uh, Starscream is going to go talk to the politicians, and that's good because he is a politician. But Caminus is sort of ruled by our spiritual leader, uh, the Mistress of Flame. And you're going to talk to her. Yes. Uh, but let me tell you about how that's going to go first. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Uh, and uh, she gives us yes. some Camian history here. And it's badass. Yes. She's this like, is, okay. this is some straight up rad shit. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty great history we got here. So she's like, okay, listen, on Caminus, we follow the way of the flame. It is the only religion there. Of course, we've seen Cybertronian religions. They have a few different ones that different bots believe. Um, So in this, in the way of the flame, uh, the 13 primes and Primus himself are all gods. And the most chief of all of these gods is Solus Prime, which we'll remember the 13 primes were made Mm. from Primus. They were the first Cybertronians. Right. Um, and uh, and the, so a piece it, of Solus lives in each of them. Yes, that is what they believe, is that Solus, who was the maker, she and it's she calls her the, the, the smith. And mm-hmm. it's this really cool shot of her, like, hammering on an anvil, and she's forging a sword. And so then it cuts to this statue of her on Caminus. Um, and yeah, because they believe that part of Solus is in each of them. They are all descended from Solus. Right. Um, and uh, they love her, and she's their favorite. Right. And and Solus is the best, but all 13 of the primes are full on, like, gods like that you learn about in school. Weird. Yes. She says that every person on Caminus can recite the names of the 13, it's a, which is a big deal because, again, like, they don't, it's the one religion. They all believe this. Right. And she lays it down. She's like, here's the thing you are a living prime. You were blessed with the matrix itself, which they believe. To be the hilt of the star saber, which was formed by Solus, Solus Prime. Right. Uh, so and she's like, yeah. A really cool shot of like the silhouette of Optimus where the Matrix would be inside him and it looks like a sword. And she's saying, you'll be treated as a god. Uh, and Optimus is like, he's uh, taken aback. Why did you guys like. Chromia and Nautica never said anything. You haven't said anything about this. He's like, why is this all only coming up now? Why is this? Why didn't you guys? Well, we're not super religious and (laughs) you never really treated it that way. So that was fine. But they were uh, like, not a big deal. But everybody on Caminus is going to see you as a billion popes. (laughs) That is, yeah, exactly how it's going to be. And yeah she's saying you will be their savior now and forever and he's like okay but if i stay starscream will negotiate with your leaders and i do like this next panel because it kind of 
takes you a read through once and then you're like, oh, okay, I get what, I get her tone. Right. But she's essentially saying like, listen, Kamians, we they're desperate and they are naive. If if Optimus doesn't counter Starscream, they will be played by him like an instrument. Right. The like they'll just buy in everything. Hook, yes. And sinker. And everything will be okay. Like they'll end up being okay. This right. won't be the end of things if that is what happens. She wants Optimus to know he can choose not to go to God to these people. Right. She's she just wanted him out, to know. Like maybe Starscream being in charge of everything would be the best idea. Who knows? Right. Like but... there are two options right now. We just go with Starscream and we keep you kind of quiet, or you go over there and things are going to be very real for you. Right. Uh and so we go to Caminus, we see Starscream interacting with his heads of state, uh, and he's like, let's not let that thing like a monster destroying your city really get in the way of us being good pals. Uh, and they're like, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that then sounds we great. see Optimus and the city speaker walking through. And yeah, they're showing up and they're just silhouetted at first, which is always a great mechanic to use. They're <laughs> badass in silhouette. Um, and, and she goes full on here. Yes. She's immediately like, okay, everybody listen up. And she like announces Optimus Prime. She says she brings them. He who bears the matrix of leadership, Optimus, the living prime, blessed of Primus, heart of all things, blessed of Solus, the flame eternal, which uh, is like, yeah, oh. that's, that's some heavy shit. And Starscream is like, what? Uh, <laughs> I love that he's freaking out there. Oh, yeah. You can see it in his eyes. He is manic. Like, what is happening right in this moment? And, of course, uh, he's immediately shushed. Right. And and Windblade continues, who will meet him? And uh, it's the Mistress of Flame. And we get, like, a good look at her. And she looks even cooler. Oh, she's baller. She's amazing. She's so rad. She's, yes. She's very, she's just, she's regal but then also she could fuck you up and you know yeah it. Uh, and that is a queen it's totally like a, a battle priestess thing going on yeah it is is really uh, fucking cool so she yes she's like i will be the one i will challenge this right. claim he's like present the matrix and he do <laughs> you do he and I, like obviously optimus is going to be very respectful um and he even responds in the way that they would say it but part of me is like i hope he's super all like oh dip yeah i totally respect what you are laying sure. down here here's the matrix you want to see it here you go um which is interesting because when he opens his chest it is it's like this like blinding brilliant light which is beautiful but we all know um i don't think it's supposed to look like that right now right. at this point in time it's broken and only half there uh but everybody immediately is like, oh, yep, that's the real deal. And they that's start amazing. kneeling down, and he looks right. cool. Oh, yes. Everybody looks great. They're all kind of like in grayscale against this this brilliant light that's shining from Optimus's chest. And yes, the Mistress of Flame bows, so all the Camions bow. Uh, and there you go. It's, yeah, there you go. That's that one. The start of Combiner Wars properly with issue number one Windblade and a return to Windblade. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that. Uh, art style and character and all of that. So lovely. It was it was nice to see again. Uh, and now we know some cool Camions and they're gorgeous. Yeah, seems rad. <laughs> and super attractive. Um, and then we get into 40. Let's hop on in. Why the heck not? <laughs> so we... 
start off here again. We don't need any uh, previously pages. Why don't we do yeah, that? Yeah, we're we're better than that. Come on, we, <laughs> we don't up. need them. We know what's going on. So this one starts off with a in medical space. right, and there's there's a medical log sort of being presented as inserts here. Yeah, um, medical are, officer, DMO yeah. first aid. We know that guy. We do know that guy. We're like, wait a minute. He's on the gosh darn lost flight. Only not anymore. Right. He's on this ship, the O Fortuna, and they are driving back to Cybertron. They're, they're spooling their gravity drive for a negative mass FTL burn, for what it's worth. Yes. Uh, it's the full tile In case there. you were wondering uh, how they were getting back, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they you got to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they're saying on board is patient 619, uh, which we'll figure out who that is soon. Uh, he says his acting doctor and four others, which is Groove, Hotspot, and Streetwise, and Blades. To start off, I just, I do have to mention, nobody is labeled correctly on this panel. Oh, it is, no. <laughs> to a cartoonish degree, nobody's labeled correctly. Um, Groove and Hotspot, the ones on the, on the left here. Hotspot's on the bottom, Groove is on top. And then Streetwise and Blades aren't even drawn. They're not even them. <laughs> That's, That's not Streetwise and Blades? No, neither one of them is who they are labeled to be. That is oh, Grotesque no. up there. He's up on the on the right side in the upper right corner. And then in the bottom right corner, that's mainframe. Uh, okay. And they're both definitely on the Lost Light. In fact, Grotesque was in Ten's mural. like So he's one of the, oh, like, the sure. bar dudes uh, over at Swerve's. And then mainframe works on the bridge. So I'm not sure what, you know, what notes Livio got and who, what happened where. But yeah, nobody on this page is labeled correctly or even the bots that they claim to be. So I just want to <laughs> toss that out there. I, I feel like in some versions it was corrected, but in this one that I'm reading. Right. I, I see. Not Blades as, and Streetwise. <laughs> yeah, Blades and Streetwise is what I have here. Yes. Um, oh, yes, yes. So that's who should be there. Okay. It was just entirely different bots were drawn. Interesting. Yes. So just wanted to let every... So like even this like zoom in on this next panel where he talks about like, Streetwise joked that the five of us were the protective bots, which like, oh my god, that's a little on the nose for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, not Streetwise, that's grotesque, but um, yeah, it should be Streetwise. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and so they, they, they say that uh, they're set to protect against patient 619, protect him against any external eventuality. Right, um, and it's a, a doctor, a cop, a firefighter, an infiltration expert, and a flyer. As sure, that's up. what I want to have defending yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, when I when we have an entourage, that's we're just going to hire the protectobots. Obviously, uh, <laughs> but he says that what's wrong with him is internal. Uh, he's in stasis lock, and he has crazy nightmares. Yeah, which uh, then he like kind of brings up the fact that this isn't the first time that Mirage has had visions. Yeah, well, we should point out it's Mirage. Oh, yes, yes, sorry, yes. Patient uh, 619, first aid drops the whole, yeah, like... Yeah, he's the, like, yeah, it's Mirage. It, it, yeah, it's my buddy, it's Mirage. Um, which, uh, poor Mirage. Uh, this visages. is what happened to Visages. Yeah, there you go. He, he, he took it pretty hard and he started having nightmares. <laughs> um, so, yes, we know that it's him. And he's kind of in a coma. Like, that's kind of how they're keeping him right now. Um... But then he brings up this fact that like years ago he had this vision where he had the wrong sigil and he couldn't tell the difference between the Autobots and Decepticons, which I think is all just from like Spotlight Mirage, which happened a long time ago. So that's hmm. 
an interesting thing to kind of like pluck out and be like, that's what we'll call back to. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever, bringing it back, bridging sure. the story together. Um, uh, any <laughs> first aid points out like, yeah, it would be weird and difficult to tell people apart when Megatron is on your ship wearing an Autobot patch. Right. Like front and center, the leader of the Decepticons is parading around calling himself an Autobot, wearing an Autobot badge. Which, so yeah, he's yeah, kind of like, sure, well, that's maybe that's where... <laughs> sure, absolutely. And if you've already kind of had a, a freak out like this or some kind of problem with this before with not knowing who was on what side and then seeing that might trigger something. Um, but yeah, he's saying... Right, and that he, he had visions of Cybertron burning. Um, and so Rod sent him back. And so... Presumably, this must be part of the console that Rod sent back, right? Right. That's what we gather from this when Rod was like, yeah, yeah, we'll send somebody. So he sent this ship with poor Mirage, who's having some difficulties here. And and it is sweet. I do like the narration we get from First Aid. He's um, <laughs> He kind of, he has some sympathy for Mirage here. He's saying he hates to see him like this. He's <laughs> usually so full of stuff. He started a bar, he failed at his bar, you know, he tries stuff like that. And that he wishes he knew what was happening in his head, and he calls him Buddy, and it's cute. Uh, and I like so, when people are nice to poor Mirage. Um, <laughs> uh, we get sort of this internal view of his nightmares, yeah. and it looks rad. It looks uh, it, like yeah. Daredevil when Daredevil sees things in the show. Yeah, uh, it's a very cool treatment. And it's right. It's like all oranges and reds. and Yeah, like the line work has been inverted so that it's orange instead of the dark lines and stuff. It's pops. Right. It's fluorescent. Yeah, it pops very much. And so, of course, yes, Mirage keeps saying he's repeating that he's seeing Cybertron burning, which in these panels we get him kind of hopping between different places right in the second panel it, it looks like he's on earth because there's humans running around yes and um, then and he's even remarking he's kind of talking he's saying he cybertron is burning but he left cybertron and he left earth and right. and he he has the decepticon badge on his chest in that panel he says but i'm an autobot uh, and yeah and then we see somebody rushing up to him yeah uh ironhide it's, it's says, ironhide mirage buddy hang in there and he's like what's going on and then, then ironhide is like wait what am i doing here <laughs> right he's like wait i don't know because then in this third one mirage doesn't know where he is right he's like i don't even know this place which we can guess is probably caminus it looks mm. like some it the style of Caminus bots here, and that is a place that now we know is kind of sure in on our radar. Um, and yeah, Ironhide's like the third place. Yes. Um, and Ironhide's kind of trying to snap him out of this because yeah, Mirage just kind of is talking like he's in a daze, whereas Ironhide has some urgency to his voice. Um, and then Mirage is saying he needs to help him, and they're uh, like, ooh. And then we turn the page. Yeah, it's really cool. It's rad as fuck. Uh, <laughs> This is this is the shit you get Livio for. Yeah. Oh my god. It's it's stunning. It's gorgeous. It's a great color. Again, more of those like really glowing lines, and they're almost like sketched. Like he left it very yeah. rough, and it almost looks like molten combiners, like uh, just glowing, yeah. it's, fiery. It's, it's definitely the combiners. You can tell like from some of the outlines and such that that's who these guys are, as well as the fact that they're like massively towering over everyone else. Yes. And we see and Optimus and Starscream and Windblade like fleeing in terror. From these burning 
melting demonic looking combiners yeah. behind them and it's uh, yeah it's a really great page yeah um and so we we go to cybertron here and ironhide <laughs> appears to have been having this dream as well yeah and he's kind of waking up an optimist ironhide wakes up and says you because Mirage was saying right. who he has to help. And Optimus is like, me? And Optimus is standing over him, <laughs> which this part makes me just thinking about it. Um, Ironhide is asleep, or he's waking up. He's on his, like, recharge slab. And he's like, yeah, it was you, Prime, I think, anyway. And Prime said that he was yelling. Uh, and, and, and he says, like, like, I don't worry about it. Unless Mirage shows up, <laughs> it's definitely not a prophetic vision. Yeah, uh, and Optimus is like, "Well, that's good news because he's on the lost <laughs> light. There's no way he'd get out of here. He's not going to show up here anytime soon." But then the best line I think in this entire comic happens, where Ironhide says, "Yeah, yeah, sorry if I woke you. I know my couch ain't comfortable enough, even without me shouting." Which <laughs> is so I don't like how do, I don't even know how to put it into words. Ironhide has a couch, like it's just. <laughs> It's suddenly very like, yeah, like slice of life. Like, well, yeah. Optimus is just crashing on Ironhide's couch. <laughs> he doesn't have his own place to stay right now. So well, he's just I mean, gonna... he probably got destroyed. Cybertron <laughs> has been through some shit. I just, like, what? <laughs> Ironhide has a couch. <laughs> <laughs> my note just says, oh my God, why does Ironhide have a couch? Because I kept laughing about it. Um, Regardless, Ironhide has a couch and Optimus is crashing on it. They probably order pizza and maybe they just relive their bachelor days. I don't know. Um, but Optimus says, it does. you're fine. You didn't wake me up. I was already awake. He was pondering his role in what's about to happen to Cybertron. Uh, which is exactly the kind of thing Optimus does in his <laughs> free time. <laughs> it's true, right. So maybe Ironhide ordered them pizza trying to go back to their like <laughs> old college days but Optimus is just too serious business now uh and he's you know he's like Starscream is the leader of our free world but he cannot be allowed free reign like all right <laughs> cool it okay just yeah bring uh, it back rhyme and then we get a little news burst from Circuit, yeah which we'll hey, be getting like Across yeah. the bottom of the next handful of pages throughout this issue. There's a less circuit coverage on here. Um, and he's just like, hey, it's Iaconian News Service starring me, Circuit. And um, <laughs> so, of course, he's talking about there's rumors and speculations about unconfirmed reports saying yeah. that we might Long have... Lost Cybertronian colony. Yeah, we may have made connection. And I do love this next panel on the news here that is um, <laughs> an artist's rendition of a combiner attack. Um a rogue Decepticon combiner may have invaded that colony. And it's like, it's very much like an old monster movie kind of look <laughs> to it. It's a very goofy, like the way yeah. humans would do like classic monster robots. He's shooting lasers out of his eyes and just like shaking his fists. And it's, it's amusing. Uh, and he says of the known combiners, Devastator is off planet. So, and it's under the, and he is under the command of Optimus Prime, right. who is in Iacon. So they're kind of speculating, like, what, you know, these reports, what could this mean? Um, and then, yay, some cutie pies show up. <laughs> uh, it's Wimblade and yeah, Wheeljack. We know those guys. 
They were probably also having pizza and talking about different things last night. Maybe she's sleeping at Wheeljack's house or <laughs> alter- reverse it. He's sleeping at her house because she's yeah. been I mean, he, he just got back to life. Yeah. He's like, okay, listen, Starscream invited me over for like a week long sleepover. And I don't know if I can do that. Can I please sleep <laughs> on your couch? And she's like, Wheeljack. Yes. Absolutely. I uh, would be honored. And so, yeah, we, we have a cool sort of dramatic walking shot. Prime and Ironhide are talking, um, whereas Wheeljack and Windblade are sort of discussing all of this happening. Uh, Windblade says, look, I know this has got to be weird for you, Optimus, uh, but the Camians will listen to you. Uh, but Cybertronians are going to listen to Starscream. Right. Like, that's kind of where we are at right now. And I do want to point out again, because I have to, because I love them so much, Wheeljack again kind of makes a... He he has a defense for Starscream for a hot second. when that's he says true. He says, the Kamians say that Prime is some kind of holy figure, so he's going to stand up to Starscream, even though all Starscream did was help. And I'm like, Wheeljack, you, <laughs> you are the prince of this fairy tale that is Combiner Wars. You are the prince. Um, Very true. <laughs> but yes, Windblade is like, okay, we know that this is the position. It's very, it's just awkward and it's difficult and there's no clear answer here. Um, and Optimus stands by. He has faith in the people of Cybertron and the people of Canis. Um, and he says that, and today he's standing with Starscream because we can't have infighting while we are trying to help Caminus, which I, I think is a very prime thing to do. I agree. A good prime thing to do. Uh, and, and we go back to Circuit's news report. He's saying that Optimus hasn't commented on uh, Devastator, naturally. Uh, yes. Monstructor, nobody knows. Uh, the aerial bots are in stasis lock. Um, so. And he's if, like, so. Right. It is. Right. If a combiner did attack this new place, uh, it, we don't know if it's one of these guys or a new Gestalt. Yeah, it, had, it remains to be undeter- undetermined at the moment. Um, but now, Commander-in-Chief Starscream is approaching the stage, and they're uh, waiting for answers. And check out his look. Hey! He did change clothes. It's, <laughs> says, this we go new back to body it. of mine represents <laughs> a new era for our world. He gets up there and is like, my fellow Cybertronians, check out my new outfit. Isn't this cute? <laughs> I'm going back retro i'm going back old school gen one um love it Uh, it's yeah it's the most important issue first and foremost i love that he's giving this speech and he's like uh we lost our cybertronian brothers and sisters to the winds of space and every time he tries a metaphor wheeljack is like uh space doesn't have any wind and And he gets shushed yeah he gets shushed by (laughs) rat trap uh, and, and Starscream just continues his terrible metaphors because then like, Windblade was the first representative to, representative of these lost colonies to wash up on our shores. And Wheeljack's like, we don't have water in space either. I don't that. Plus, those are two <laughs> different metaphors you're using. And, and yeah. Rat Trap just keeps too shut. Just like shut. <laughs> I Quiet. wrote this for him. <laughs> oh my god, it's like when Charlie Kelly writes uh, Dennis's campaign speech. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, Yes, Starscream's like, now, after this stuff has gone down on Caminus, this attempted thievery of certain former Decepticons, we have to esta- we have established permanent and safe connection via Space Bridge to the colony of Caminus. And uh, it's so cute. He has Caminus, which we've seen these people. They were in the... Right. Uh, the, uh, the 
uh, Forge Fire, what you call them? I already can't remember. Yeah, Forge Fire. Wasn't that something else? It doesn't matter. It does matter. The Forge Fire Parliament, something like that. Yeah, um, who cares? But Those they're here. Guys. And yeah. <laughs> the one cutie pie read at once starts being like, hi, everybody. I'm, and Starscream just keeps talking. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I'm here too. Uh, he's he's like we're going to form a future of inclusion and i'm the most important one in that i'm the most included in this future of inclusion uh, uh, right and he, he's saying you know we all remember the lean times of cybertron and that's what caminus is going through now so we will help the camians and they will help us and uh, he, and he's saying, you know, the first encounter went poorly because Swindle did this, and we know that he sort of set Swindle up, so he was behind of course, that. Yeah, uh, right. He says, thanks to Superion, a safe, friendly combiner, uh, we've taken care of all the danger. So now, like, Superion is out in the public and fully justified to everybody. Yes, and, and he does tell them that they've they've cracked the code right. to combining. Like, and <laughs> I love ooh. it. He's like, I cracked the code, and Wheeljack <laughs> is like, uh, he's like, yeah. I mean, Wheeljack helped. <laughs> <laughs> right. He says the tireless work of my friend Wheeljack. Um, yeah, Gestalter knows no longer a fearsome mystery. But I do like that he says his friend Wheeljack. He's right, even if he's which uh, it's one of those where if he had said it about anybody else, uh, he'd be bullshitting. But we know he <laughs> genuinely feels that way, even if he's going to take credit for what Wheeljack's done. But Wheeljack also knows that the Enigma is here now. I don't know. Uh, um, and he says, Superion is our friend, and he serves me, and he serves <laughs> Cybertron, and also I guess Caminus. And uh, yeah, you too. Why not? Uh, and so one of these Camians are like, well, thank you. Your reparations for the damages are great. Uh, and, but how does the prime feel? Yeah, what, uh, we're waiting to hear from that tall drink of water. What's he going to say? Uh, and he's like, well, I mean, prime isn't like an elected position where, you know, I mean, and they're like, uh, yeah, we, we want to hear about the prime though. And he's like, well, all right. Yes. They're both in on this and they yes. approve. So there Which, you go. yeah, he knows that, right, like, Prime does approve, but he's, it's, it is difficult with Starscream, because I do, there are times when you're like, no, I get it, I agree with what he's saying, because he <laughs> even says Cybertron's burgeoning democracy cannot collapse back into superstition and monarchy. Right, Which, like, I mean, that's a valid good point. point. Yeah, like, that lead to great things for Cybertron. Um, which, but then of course he, the Camians, of course, look confused and offended by him saying that, um, <laughs> understandably so because sure they've been doing all right with those things. Um, but yeah, Starscream did not want to make this about the fact that Optimus, yes, is on his side. He knows he is. He's standing with, he was, yeah, but that wasn't part of his plan to let everybody know. Hey, Optimus uh, is behind this right. and he says idea they're on their way to Caminus right now to help out. Uh, go follow <laughs> them circuit. Yeah, Circuit, get out of here. So Circuit steps through, and he's immediately, of course, just, he's he's giving cover. Yeah, this I mean, he, he's a journalist, presumably. Yeah. He's like, holy shit, I'm in another world right now. Yeah, and uh, he, he's like, I don't even know if the signal's getting through, but we're going to act like it is, so here we go. And he's, yeah, he's just right. kind of narrating for the viewers back home. Uh, and we have someone again talking to the Mistress of Flame, who looks just as cool in Livio's style. Like, holy shit! Yeah, still looks great. Still doing great. Um, 
and uh and it is interesting because even as they arrive um with circuit's commentary behind them optimus apologizes for taking a moment to arrive and she is immediately like whatever you had to do was clearly important enough we are willing to wait it doesn't it's so essentially it's this you know like optimus we can see right away yeah. can do no wrong they're it's fine like, is, is, sir we we just appreciate you showing up yeah like clearly you had better things to do and i respect that but she um, says i was hoping to speak in private and he's <laughs> like no circuit's cool <laughs> right and you know uh everybody on cybertron deserves to know everything they have a an open door policy here and she's like um, well yeah but they're their gods so like it doesn't anything you say goes uh, and he's like, well, I mean, they chose Starscream. Uh, and she's like, uh, that's fucked up. And he's like, yeah, no, I know. Well, and of course, she doesn't even have the scope that they have about Starscream. Her whole thing is like, right. you're prime. Why would anybody <laughs> not just immediately listen to everything that you said? Um, which, of course, is very interesting because we know how the people of Cybertron feel or at least felt right. about Optimus Prime, which was get the fuck out of here. You are half of the problem. Uh, and and Windblade is like, well, he's he's just being humble. Yeah, he's just being humble. So she's of course trying to bridge the gaps here, being like, okay, I know, Mistress, I know you. <laughs> you see him as a god, but they don't. Um, but she, I, she's delicate about it. I do like that Circuit is interviewing her, and because his his finger is a microphone, he's just like pointing in her face. Right. He just like puts his thumb up to her face, like, do you have a comment? Um, and he's saying, do Cybertronians have the right to know about the world they've sworn to protect? And she's like, yeah, no, of course you do. And she just, of course, she speaks in this way where they, the flame of Solace burns within the beloved Prime as it burns in the Titan Caminus. Caminus brought us into the world and the Prime will return us home. So it's, it's this, again, this elegant kind of very, not a practiced, I mean, right. sort of a practiced way of speaking. But it's it's obviously very, very based formal. on their belief. Yes, right. it's very formal. It is very based on their faith and their belief. Um, whereas, of course, Optimus is like, I don't... Uh, like, uh, I'm just not, here to help. <laughs> I'm just a guy. I'm just trying to do what I can. And so uh, they take off. He and Windblade are like, yeah, we're going to uh, leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like, what? I mean, don't you guys have superion to take care of that stuff like you're a prime you have way more important things to do and he's like uh saving lives is the most important thing uh and when blade is like oh shit did he just burn the mother of flame like shit <laughs> she uh, yeah she's got a it's a it's a delicate role here for Windblade um to be between these two uh worlds now but so and optimus does say he's like i'm sorry if that was rude of me um I know she wasn't saying, he's like, the Mistress of Flame wasn't trying to say life isn't right. important. But of course, to them, it's like, well, no, you're you're a god. Like, you should just kind of yeah, hang around and be here. Yeah, you got stuff to take care and of. And you just, yeah, like, you make bigger decisions and other people do things like clean up the destruction from a combiner. Um, and so then we, and even Windblade is like, eh, no, it's fine. It's just awkward. And really, that's, yeah, she's right. What what the hell do you do in a situation like this? Nobody's had to figure this out before. Yeah, it's this new ground. Uh, but then we go to the Arc 7. And we know... Yeah, there's some guys on Earth. Yeah. Uh, 
And they have back recently in. recovered a space bridge. Yes. <laughs> uh, which we remember from that dude's thing. On when, right. Blackrock? Yes. Garrison have- Blackrock. <laughs> That's it. I keep saying his name is Onyx. That's just his corporation. Um, and I do love Jetfire is immediately not even like impressed. He's just kind of like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck did you bring into my ship? He's what like, is this? This uh, this looks Decepticon. Uh, and Prowl's <laughs> like, yeah, but we can use it for other stuff. Uh, it, and it is, and of course, even the Constructicons are like, hey, hey, just because it's Decepticon doesn't mean it's not good, Jetfire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like, okay, well. I mean, we would need to duplicate this and get one set up on Cybertron to use it, though. Right. Uh, He's like, all right, that's what we'll do. And Prowl's like, eh, yeah, we could do that. Or, and he makes a call because he's a shady, shifty character. He's talking to somebody. Uh, and he, he says, he what? That rat? And he's like, no, no offense intended. <laughs> so we know immediately. Right. He must be to. talking to Rat Trap. Of course. Um. So and it we have this uh these frames with Prowl off panel and it's just Jetfire then with the Constructicons kind of behind him and we can hear Prowl talking and he's like okay what where wait where is he okay bounce the signal there I don't care and he's just going on and on right and presumably from context clues when you forgot he must be freaking out about Optimus being on Caminus yes he's essentially like rat trap just get me through to Optimus and the Constructicons are like that guy we're trying to get him to relax. <laughs> And Jetfire's like, I know, tell about it. Uh, and so we go back to Caminus. Superion is like clearing away rubble and saving people. And he's shouting, ha- having a conversation with Optimus, but must be like bellowing that across the entire nation. <laughs> right. He's just shouting, wait, do you not trust Starscream? <laughs> Which, yeah, hugely loud. And Optimus is like, hey, uh, maybe shut the hell up. You're very big and loud. Uh, and we go back to the circuit broadcast here. He's talking about combiners. Uh, he says that, like, now that we've learned to c- control them, we don't have to worry about things like this happening again. Um, and, er, is, you know, he's saying, uh, is, is Starscream right that combiners are unpredictable and that that's their greatest downfall? Or shall the right. indomitable Cybertronian will be resilient <laughs> enough to overcome all obstacles? <laughs> Which is, yeah, very house-stirring. Thank it. Um, I do love that he also has a Kamiya there. Right. Which upon first read, you're like, that's not, but then... Um, <laughs> He gets uh, called out on it later. <laughs> Superion sort of leans into Optimus. He's gonna he goes, whisper now. <laughs> I love he goes, if Starscream had anything to do with this disruption, Superion will kill him. Like, I got you. I got you. I was uh, like, okay, okay, okay. But there's no proof he right. did any more than save your life, Silverbolt. Yeah, he says, well, Superion is not Silverbolt. Right. He immediately corrects Optimus. He's a known different person. And Optimus, oh, no, 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 I got it. Uh, but Silverbolt's there, right? And now we do kind of have this moment where we get a little more insight into Superion the way he is now. And he is saying, like, it's complex. Superion is more than what he started with. Right. He's, he's more than just six bots put together. Right. Uh, because at first, the last time, when they were first kind of willed together, 
with the signal out in the wilderness of Cybertron, they were afraid and it was different. It was very distinctly different minds. And now they're all just one. Superion is one being. So that's where then you can really make the the kind of the connection. If you are familiar with gem fusions where you're like, yeah, now they're like one person. Uh, right. And, and Optimus is like, I understand. And he's like, no, no you don't. Yeah. Superior doesn't think you can. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, okay. I'm going to go take care of something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I will be right back. And then we get more news coverage and more of <laughs> Circuit holding up his thumb to people being like, hey, <laughs> what do you have to say about this? And it's, um, Ironhide and yeah he's saying Commander Ironhide you come to Camia to engage in relief efforts (laughs) and And Ironhide is like (laughs) uh it's Caminus (laughs) but then he's like um but yeah we're we're lending a hand we're we're helping out even these yahoos behind me and it's some guys we know we got Uh, Fat Tankor here yeah (laughs) I love that the name key reads Fat Tankor (laughs) Which I want him to like watch that back on his DVR later and be like, what the hell? Who who <laughs> let that out? Why not call me good Tankor? <laughs> or or Tankor who has lovely handwriting. No, nobody's <laughs> going to call me that. No, of course not. Oh, and I like to imagine he, he his roommate is tall Tankor, of course. They're just right. they've got a goofy kind of spinoff show set up going on. He's like, lives. why am I not neat Tankor and you're messy Tankor? This bullshit. Tall Tankor is just like, sorry, man. I don't know who started it. It was uh, totally him. And, and even even Fat Tankor and Sparks Talker, like, call us names, whatever, obviously. No respect. Uh, yeah, like, we're here helping and people call us names and this is just ridiculous. And Ironhide is now addressing the Camians, and he's like, well, or he's, I think in general, it's just like, don't mind them. Right. And then the Camians show up, and they're like, hi, welcome to Camus. Yeah. We're super happy you're nice. here. Yeah, they're just very, they're very happy to see you guys. They appreciate your efforts. Uh, and Optimus has a call right, he from an a... angry little hologram. <laughs> Great! I was. It's your I was, favorite guy. I was so close to going three books without prowl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yes, he, he's like, "What are you doing, letting Starscream take over Cybertron and now reach Caminus?" And Optimus is like, "You don't know shit." Uh, <laughs> and he's like, "What? No, I mean the space bridge. I I get what's going on." And I love Windblade in the back, like, "Hi, prowl." <laughs> like yeah hey prowl what's up and he's just like i do not and of course yes he's he's focused on being angry with optimus because well probably you are an angry angry young man just cool it just calm down my darling um and optimus though was like i can't help it yes no optimus, <laughs> optimus is... like for real though how do you already effing know that we are not on cybertron <laughs> shit is already going down and Prowl's like, Prime, give me a fucking break. How long have you known me? You know that I know this shit. Um, and he's right. saying, listen, if Starscream has a space bridge, he can access the entire galaxy now, which is everything we've been trying to Right. So he, he's saying, like, this is absolutely how the Cybertronian Empire starts with Starscream in charge. This is what we want to avoid. Yes, uh, we we were trying to do the opposite of this. How did you let this happen? Is essentially what he's getting to, only very loudly and angrily. Um, now we go back to more <laughs> news coverage. It's Ironhide talking to one of the Camians who we see is named Lightbright, um, and uh, <laughs> and he's like bringing her a shipment. She's like, yeah, I'll sign for that. 
Um, <laughs> uh, like I have all their like meet and greets like we're on the news. It's kind of funny to think that all of this is like being covered live. Watch right. bots meet each other and shake hands and accept uh, deliveries. Uh, Ironhide says. Pleasure's mine. Nice face stuff, Light Bright. Way to <laughs> flirt, Ironhide. Woo, Ironhide. I'd be uh, excited if Ironhide told me he liked my face stuff. I'd be yeah, like, oh, thank I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to start using that line. <laughs> hey, you got great face stuff going on. <laughs> I really like it. I want to see Ironhide with some face stuff on. I want more bots with face stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm way into, into it. it. Yeah. So then uh, Circuit's like, hey, uh, Decepticon helpers, any comment? <laughs> uh, Decepticon helpers? Which, like <laughs> which, first of all, most of these dudes lost their faction. So, like, yeah. they're still being called Decepticons. Um, uh, but it's just is so, like, disrespectful. Like, you're helpers. <laughs> <laughs> it's true like how about how about the help over here again um, labeled as fat tank or <laughs> look at ironhide like he's so much better than us right ironhide he stopped helping and he went over there and started flirting with a camion who has nice face stuff and then tall <laughs> tank shows up and he's like come on it's fine we're all getting something out of this right everybody's feeling good because we're helping people and, and then i do love you behind them oh my gosh so uh, waspinator is behind both of the tank and tall tank says i love you <laughs> he's so precious um but i do love that tall tanker says that's the reason they became decepticons was to help people i and know like, what a good line precious. i love you guys uh, I also like that in that panel, at least, Tall Tankor is about the same size as Fat Tankor. <laughs> right. Which I imagine is just, we gotta right. get them all on the same panel. Yeah, I, I, I know, <laughs> but like, it just puts a little more sting into being Fat Tankor. Like, Absolutely. Totally agree. It's like, uh, Harmon, it's like Fat Neil in Community, where you're like... <laughs> what he's called now yeah. poor neil poor neil <laughs> uh and so we go back to the phone call between optimus and prowl uh and optimus is like look chill out i got this and he's like you don't got this you suck i hate you uh i'm and terrible he... and greg is correct for disliking me it's weird that prowl says that but that's it is there. it's right here is in the page uh prowl does he he specifically asks prime what else does starscream have and uh, just repeats the situation's under control prowl prime out and hangs up on him hangs uh, up on him and i love this because when blade is like well, you didn't tell him about superion and he's like yeah because fuck that guy <laughs> and she's like shit optimus i agree with you but it is still a lot because you chose not to tell him and you said optimus that you never lied and he just uh, kind of bows his head for a moment because uh, it is one of those things. Do you lie if it's prowl? Is it allowed? Depending on the person. Um, uh, but the the newscast we're interviewing Spark Stalker. Love this. He says, I became a Decepticon to destroy the social hierarchy. Now we got a new one with a space bridge and a combiner and there's nothing us little guys can do. Which like very great points, Spark Stalker. You are Yeah. Not wrong. Some eloquent shit. <laughs> it really really is um which yeah it's just i mean and but it's yeah he's not wrong um and uh, as he's seeing this then oh Kamian approaches him and the greetings i'm hotshot your name friend. what's your name friend <laughs> just <laughs> so like hi hey 
let's go meet everybody. What like a I do love the idea. But yeah, Lightbright and Hotshot were just like, I don't know, let's go down there and make some friends. It sounds great. Um, it, it feels like Camians are the people who live in a small town where the worst thing that's ever happened is that their <laughs> local football team lost. <laughs> that's yeah. They're just like. I can't like, wait. Oh, we're always willing to help our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come on over. Of course, you can borrow some sugar. It's great Sit to down meet somebody for a spell. from Cybertron. It's so nice to meet you. We're happy to have you. <laughs> they Let say, us put you up in our finest hotels. They say we're both city speakers. Are any of you guys? <laughs> like, a oh, you're so sweet. Hotshot, you have good face stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Most of the Camians have great face stuff. Yeah, all those city speakers. If you're a city speaker, you could get good face stuff. Um, but we that happy meet and greet on Caminus over to a bitter, bitter dark side of the moon where the Arc 7 is parked. Right. Uh, and Prowl says, well, he didn't say anything about the Enigma of Combination, which means he already knows about the Enigma of Combination. Uh, he says, well, of course he does. It was right. taken from him. Yeah, we know he knows. Um, <laughs> yes. And he says so, Prime didn't see fit to mention that Starscream has combiner technology, which he must have learned from Rat Trap. Um, and he's, which, he's, he's, he's brooding, and he's saying, Scoop stole it from us. And he took it right to his chosen one. He said, that's what I expect from a creature like Scoop. Oh, Prowl. Prowl, Pull you're it. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back babe bring it back and it's interesting because uh, of course i i do not have the same feelings for prowl that you have but i mean and even in that case even though yeah prowl has been really dickish lately he's got a point prime should have told him hey starscream can make combiners now but he doesn't you know like optimus we presume does not know about I mean, the enigma. Sure, but we can not, assume he that. He didn't mention Superior. Like that is still a thing. That is true. And Prowl knows, like, hey, Prime is now purposefully keeping something from me, and he's not telling me. And now, and he's even saying, like, it hurts that Prime doesn't trust me, and it hurts that Prime won't do anything about it. Well, and it Prowl hurts has that repeatedly is... violated that trust. Right. Like, he oh, has well, no absolutely. reason to trust Prowl. I'm not by any means trying to make Prowl out to be a victim here. Prowl has done sh shit that, like, for as much as he talks about Starscream not being trustworthy, like, <laughs> babe, look in the mirror. Like, come on. Yeah. You are really not doing anything to win people over at the moment either. Um, but he does, of course, I'm just like, oh, Prowl, you were so close. You had me kind of like, okay, I'm listening to you. And then he was like, it hurts that this is all down to us. Oh, and then I'm just like, oh, God. my God, Prowl, you were doing so well, darling. But alas. Uh, um, <laughs> and you go back to the circuit feed. We got an interview with Waspinator. And he's just confused. He doesn't know why they're being nice to him. <laughs> oh, Waspinator, Waspinator, you precious creature. <laughs> You darling, sweet little thing. I, I just want to protect him. Yeah, he's a, yeah, you just want to make and... him a, a, a cup of tea. <laughs> Read him a story. Uh, and the, the, the Canadians say, well, you're helping us. Why wouldn't we be nice? Uh, uh, and they say, and... let's get Energon to the people that need it. <laughs> it all is, it's very much like going from a, like a nitty gritty battle kids cartoon to like a happy, happy yeah. little elf, Caminus, and everybody's just in a good mood. Do 
want to point out just because again this is all very there's there's some weird mistakes that happen in this book that's supposed to still be hotshot in that panel with light bright but suddenly it's hot spot instead so again i don't know what happened here but there's yeah Typos we just the saw document, I guess. i'm guessing because yeah we just saw hot spot with the other with everybody else on the other ship and so it's just it's very funny that like i don't know just kind of like hot shot suddenly transformed into a whole different person but only uh, in they're this transformers one. now what don't you get <laughs> that okay fair enough that that entire the name it's all down to this moment exactly hot, shot, hot spot with the same person same so guy. i'm not i'm not trying to you know say anything about anybody i just it is genuinely just very funny because i was rereading this i'm like what what are you doing <laughs> I'm like oh okay that should be hot shot i believe um but anyway just wanted to point that out in case anybody else was confused um and so of course it is still circuit being like remember you saw it here first decepticon saving camions live on the iaconian <laughs> news service and do you have any comment on that commander ironhide and ironhide's like no i guess not <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks very like like huffy uh, about it yes he's like ah oh, geez uh <laughs> But we go back to Cybertron, and we got yes. Swindle being yeah. hauled off by the secret police. Right, and he's got, like, his eyes covered and his hands cuffed yeah. together. And he's put in some crazy red stasis pod. Well, yeah, it's like this, like, it, it's like little prison cells. Yeah, um, some kind of super max Guantanamo going on. And he's trying to tell the secret police, he's like, Starscream told me to attack Caminus, but of course they're not going to listen to him. Yeah. Um, and it, it's interesting because as soon as the, because of course they're not like doors, it's like a force field that's well, holding yeah. him. In. And as soon as it closes, you can't hear him anymore. Like everybody is silenced by the, right, the, the, the wall of force field. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, and that's where he's left with other bots that we can see are also being held in this. <laughs> yeah this uh, shady ass prison right and we see starscream rat trap and scoop sort of overlooking this prison uh and i just really like this exchange so i'm gonna read it uh scoop says it's disgusting and starscream says oh you love it scoop it's what your chosen one chooses <laughs> and he says it's worse than the cell you kept me in and he says well yeah it's a secret prison they don't make them nicer than the not secret ones <laughs> <laughs> which, which is that's very very funny it's very funny and you know fair enough yeah and, god starscream you're so good and, like as a character he's a very great right character. he's a bad person good character <laughs> he's a terrible person fantastic character um also i i mean you we all know me by now if you've been listening to the show but i like the interactions between scoop and starscream just there's like this air about it that i'm like there's a little there's something going on here a little sure. there's like this shady kind of business the way starscream talks to him like it's what your chosen one chooses like it's almost a little i don't know i don't know how to describe it exactly but i'm like eh, scoop probably does love a little bit like a part of him is that's yeah. true He's, i'm uh, just i'm just saying that's what one might on even use the word submissive Ooh, yeah there you go that's the word that's what we're going <laughs> but anyway, on to the actual story. Um, right. Rat Trap uh, is like, yeah. hey, uh, 
you don't you have uh, guests waiting for you? And Starscream's like, yeah, the our, our Camian friends are being entertained. Right? And Ratchap's like, yeah, but soon they're going to be entertained by Optimus, and uh, you should probably go be there. Starscream's like, oh, yeah, okay, it's fine. Let's uh, go. I, I love that he's like, Rat Trap, clean up. This place is filthy. <laughs> like, for Rat Trap, no respect. No respect. Plus, Starscream, what a dick. He says, we want to impress the Kamians, not remind them of home. What? A, like, that is total class trash, Starscream. What, what, a, a, what a dick a, move. What a, what a jerk. He's total jerk. Great character. Um, uh, more live feeds. Right. And he, he's he's interviewing Optimus. He's like, how does it feel to be saving Kamian lives instead of Cybertronians? He's <laughs> like, it's just people. It's like, yeah, oh, like, I, yeah. Lives are lives. It's, yeah, I, it's fine. Um, and the worker tries to ask Windblade how it feels to be home. And she just answers, I wouldn't know, which is like, ooh. Yeah. Windblade. Saucy. Uh, Absolutely saucy. Uh, and and he's, he's like, are you guys heading back to Cybertron? And like, we have a meeting. And he's like, ooh, ooh, a meeting. Can I come? Mr. Prime, Mr. Prime. He's like, is it a secret meeting? He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, so then the media can come. Uh, and we and, see so, Rat Trap, like, slinking off somewhere. Yeah, he transforms into his rat mode, into beast mode, if you will. Beast and, mode. Uh, so, yeah, so he's transforming into beast mode and kind of slinking into, it's like a, like when you're crawling through the vent kind of situation, the whole yeah, it's very listening in. Metal gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he can overhear a conversation and it's Starscream and Scoop and the Kamians. And one of the Kamians is asking, what exactly were you chosen for? And Scoop, snarky, says, oh, <laughs> you said the Kamians never ask good questions. And Starscream's immediately like, oh, God, shut up. Uh, and we go back to Circuit, sort of uh, saying, oh, I just walked through the space bridge. Uh, uh, a step through a space bridge is a step of a billion light years. <laughs> and Windblade is like, that's not an accurate number. You can't report that. <laughs> And she's interrupted by the other Kamians saying, oh, or she interrupts herself, I believe. And it's just like representatives. It's good to see you. And um, of course, yes, just very formal, very, uh, right. very polite to Stately. one another. And uh, they're asking if she will be joining them. And is it Starscream says, yes, of right. course. Uh, but uh, I didn't know you were going to be bringing other guests. Uh, and Prime says, well, yes, I mean, uh, think about this long and hard as we stand on the precipice of a new era. He's, he's, Typical he's prime. Optimizing. <laughs> yes, uh, he's priming, optimizing everyone. Uh, and he says, some friends of mine have encouraged me to take an active role. So it, we get the idea that uh, he might be a little bit more of a politician here. Yes. And so he's saying um, it's... Change, you know, change is coming to all of us. It's all for Transformers. Um, yeah. And yeah, we have to progress. Pro we have to progress, and um, it's important that we are open and transparent. And that's kind of where he's, you know, getting the whole like, oh yeah, of course we have an audience. This is why. And um, he's 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 finally using Star Starscream's arguments against them. That like, yes, hey, if we're gonna be equality, then you can't just be a dictator. Yes, he's saying that when we find these colonies, we are not going to annex them. We are going to join them. This is going to be one large council of worlds all together instead of kind of Cybertronian being the, you know, like the, right. the keystone to all of us. And of course, Starscream is getting pissed because that's exactly what he was going to do. 
Um, but he can't possibly argue against what Optimus is saying. Optimus then again, he, he now he knows how to play the game and he turns it back right. on Starscream and it's like, this is what you decided, right? You said to me, which of course Starscream isn't gonna go back on that because it's gonna sound great to everybody. Uh, so yeah, he just I, says, Yeah, progress is very important. Uh and so Circuit is like, ah, historic declaration. Um <laughs> and then he sort of wraps up his broadcast. Yeah. Uh, After only... he find, does, he's just like, I don't know, Caminus, Camia, wherever. Who cares? Thanks for tuning <laughs> in, Wilder. Uh, and we see the space bridge. Space yes. bridge is, we see a rat trap sort of sneaking out of a uh, little hole. It's like a hole in the floor, yeah. He crawls up and he starts turning it on and he bids farewell to the winning side. And hello, giving up. Giving, giving it all, it all up, up for the good of Cybertron. As he's welcoming some people that we know back to Cybertron. And of course, it's Prowl and his boys. And they're yeah. like, hey, Rat Trap, thanks for opening the door. Appreciate it. Um, and Rat Trap, of course, is now talking directly to Prowl because, yes, he's been his asset on Cybertron. We've established this. Um, and he even calls Prowl on his ship. You are all about planning and scheming. Uh, and... Pretty nuts that just in the first issue of an event called Combiner Wars, <laughs> we just so happen to get the six guys that combine into Monstructor. Not we got him back on Cybertron. There you go. You got it. Um, but yes, uh, Prowl is, of course, trying to say here that like Starscream has the entire advantage. Here. He's you know making the argument they have to be here. Like this is necessary. And Rat Traps, you know, he also doesn't want Starscream starting an empire. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Um, well, but he does. doesn't trust Prowl either. He's saying straight up, like, you are up to something. Prowl sucks. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Rat Trap is like, look, I know you got all these plans, uh, but uh, like Windblade and Prime have their own plans. Uh, and Prowl's like, yeah, I don't give a shit about them. Uh He's saying, right, like, and we know this is how Prowl feels about him. He's primable of kind of standing his ground and making the decisions that Prowl would make. That is what he means. It's not that Prime can't make hard decisions. It's that he doesn't necessarily make the decisions that Prowl would make. And thusly, they're the wrong decisions in Prowl's mind. Uh, and so Rat Trap brings up the important point here that, like, look... If your plan is to cut off the colonies, then the colonies die, and also Cybertron dies. Like, we need the right. colonies, and the colonies need us. And Prowl's like, oh, I don't care. I just want to be right about everything. It is bizarre, because, right, like, Prowl, yeah, is trying like, to I'm willing to argument. let all of the colonies die, and all of Cybertron <laughs> die, to, uh, and he says, for the sake of the galaxy, which is the size of Prowl's ego. <laughs> maybe a little bit smaller and it is just that smug little ending bit where he says who am I arguing with progress and damn it prowl i think my note here i don't oh no i do have a <laughs> it says prowl fuck off back to spidey that's my <laughs> ending comment for this book but yeah that's 40 and uh combiner wars number two there you go everybody uh that's three We're issues in some laughs yeah, got... it's it's gonna it's gonna get full Abbott and Costello in here. Now that we got Prime and Prowl back in the same place, uh, hold on to your sides, everyone. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna get... <laughs> that is a thing. It's gonna get gruesome, and some artists are gonna have a real good time displaying sense of scale. <laughs> yeah, it's... But, you know, let, let's find out what happens. I mean, it is combiners, and those are those are awesome. So you, you already can't lose. Like, there's... Right. Yeah. I mean, this is gonna be and, rad. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's already been. We're going to see more canyons. You fucking know. Sure. I like those guys. I'm super excited to see big robots punching each other really hard. <laughs> we do not get enough of that. Uh, so there you go, everybody. That's Soundwave. Wait, is this 36? 37? Yeah. Wow. This is episode 36. That's nuts. Good job, everybody. <laughs> uh, Transformonauts great work out there today i'm proud of you you left it all in the field transformonauts i know we didn't win but you know what i'm taking us to uh bw3s anyway oh dip you would be like the favorite team dad oh yeah everybody <laughs> well i mean it's it's boneless week.